from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, Deepa has a problem at home that I feel you would be the best to help her get through. Is, it, is your problem reaching something high? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. Okay. The problem is with the the kitty cat that they have because you are the cat expert in the room, Roz. You right. have three three cats at home. Yeah. And uh, Deepa is a new cat parent. What's your problem with your cat, Deepa? What's he doing? Um. So Tubby has recently started to hump me. Yeah. And it started out of nowhere, and right. I feel really uncomfortable, but. The time that it happened first, I was so taken off guard because, like, I was napping. Dalal was like, oh, I'm going to go for a, hair- for a haircut. And he leaves the house. Tubby literally waited for him to leave the house. Mm-hmm. He saunters, like, into the room. His tail's up. He jumps on the bed, mounts himself on me, mm-hmm. and just starts humping me. And we lock eyes. Yeah. And he didn't like blink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just like, and if so you, you do, what you on do? earth are you doing? And if you try and like, hit, I, and I if you try and hit his butt, he'll him. yell at you, right? Like he he squawks when you try and tell I him didn't... to stop. You didn't. You let him finish? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. So is this like? Is he fixed? Is he fixed yet? No. Um. In the next couple of weeks, he he will be though. Yeah. Okay. So if, so if he's humping now, this may this may not stop because our cat Fig, right? Uh-huh. So it's not so much you as it is like Fig loves like there's one blanket we have right yeah. that for the most for most hours in a day I would say that that blanket is not so much a blanket for me to use. It's more Fig's girlfriend. Right. Right. Uh, because oh because what they do, what he does, it's like a super soft blanket. And what they do is they go into this trance. So the first thing they do is they walk over and they start making muffins, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like the kneading of the hands, right? Like he's kneading dough, like, oh, he's yeah, make, yeah. like he's making muffins. And then his back just starts twitching and he goes into this like psycho trance where he's like <laughs> shaking, right? Like shaking, like his whole body starts quivering, <laughs> right? As he's like still like he's making muffins, making muffins. And then the back starts going and he's like, oh my God, <laughs> right? Like he's like, yes. he's freaking out. They go into like a spastic trance. Trance, and then I always just lean over and just kick him in the ass with my foot, Aww, and then man. I and then I get yelled at, right? <laughs> and because I, I got to break the concentration, because he they need to look at something, and I'm like Deepa, he just looks at me when he's doing it, right? Yeah. And oh, I'm like, and right, I'm like, yeah. dude, oh stop! God. I'm like, stop being weird. Uh-huh. And then so I just kick him in the butt, or I push him right down, and then he's like, oh, soft. <laughs> let me just have a nap, and then he just and then he just falls asleep, right? And then he just falls asleep. So sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Deepa, so I would, so I would recommend Deepa. I would recommend Deepa. Okay, just take your hand or your foot and just like scooch his butt over when he's doing that, and he's gonna get pissed off okay. at you. But you have to break the, you have to break the trance. You got to break the concentration. Otherwise, uh, that's how you're gonna wake up most mornings. Now, right? is this, is this like how dogs? When dogs hump, it's like more of a dominance thing. 
Is that why no. you think Tubby is is waiting for Deepa's husband to leave before? <laughs> no, yeah, because no. he waited he for him to this? leave the house. How old is Tubby? <laughs> before How old he is did he? it. He's uh, like six months now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I think I first of all, I think Deepa is giving the cat way more um, personality than what it actually needs. I, I don't. The cat's not. Oh. Wait, the cat's not waiting for the husband to leave. <laughs> okay, to have some to In have some mind, to have some is. alone time with uh, so, with, with Deepa. Outside of that time when your husband went for his haircut and then the cat started humping you, has it happened since? Like, is is your yeah, husband around whenever Tubby starts humping? No. It's usually like I'm in the living room just watching TV and he'll jump, mount, and just like start gyrating on me. And I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. And I remember the first time I told the lol, I was like, hey, um, I have to like let you know that like our cat's humping me. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it. And he's like, natural and i was like okay i'm just clearing the air yeah but you don't want to be you don't want to be the thing what do you mean clearing the air i know like you're suddenly in a, back like a yeah like you're like you're cheating <laughs> like you're suddenly in a yeah, throuple like it's, it's a little like male you, cat right you, you feel guilty <laughs> damn Maury, what do you want to say a little bit. does when tubby does it does does he get lipstick maury we're not i don't want to talk about that <laughs> no i'm okay. wondering if i don't know nobody's wondering that ears do not need to hear that I was no, no, I'm wondering I, no, if he's getting around. No, I don't around. care. I don't care. When no, An- no, no, when no, Andy does it nobody to Matthew, ca- he does not. Okay, oh. no, nobody cares about your dog's uh, wiener. Okay, and what goes on at home? We're and, trying to help deep out here. And 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 first of all, Maureen, if you want to turn this into a conversation about who Andy is more attracted to, you or your husband, no, you're I, doing that conversation on your own. Okay, oh. I am not having that conversation at all. I at just all. wanted to know if if it is a dominance thing because if he's no. not getting he just, just, just okay, no. okay, just kick the cat. No. Kick, okay, kick the cat in the ass when he's doing it. Okay, just d- okay. totally distract him. Totally distract him, and then that's gonna be that's gonna be the end of it. Uh, Maureen, you go back home to your house of horrors and deal with your dog <laughs> in whatever way you and you feel that you need to. I don't want to hear about it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, did you guys see this tweet that Shem put out the other day? Shem, executive producer of the Roz and Mocha Show, by the no, way. No, I didn't. Huge response. Was it a thirst trap? Uh, no, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> new, <laughs> new, all I see when Shem put, new profile pick. <laughs> new pick. He says those for the weekend. Yeah. New, yeah. new, new, new pick. From the algorithm's worth the best. Yeah. It's so funny. Shem, like, you look at Shem in real life, man. That guy never doesn't have a smile on his face. You look at Shem's pictures on Insta, you can't see one tooth. It's like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Serious. Mr. Studio Girl. Yeah, Mr. Serious. <laughs> so Shem tweeted this. Yeah. At Shem, by the way, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Y'all call your parents by their first name to their face? <laughs> Have you ever called your parents by only their first name? Have you ever tried that move? Uh, Yeah, it wouldn't matter if I did. Um, <laughs> but no, I never have. Um, I yeah, I-, I think that when my dad was like... Yeah, I think when, when my dad was alive, like... I, I I would never normally call him by his by his first name, right? Just like, call him dad. No, I would. Yeah, no, I would never. I rarely. I never called my dad dad. Really? Never. Never. Daddy? I, no, I only ever called. <laughs> I only ever called him pop. Daddy? Oh, pop. Or yeah. or uh, or pops or D. I called him D forever. Really? Yeah, we just called him D. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your brother or, as well? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Or uh, and then if I ever did call him by his first name, I, I only ever called him Ralphie. 
Aww. Right. And That's so, super cute. Yeah. And so that was that was really it. But it was never a big deal. It was yeah. never a big deal. Yeah. Not, oh a, not in front of my house. You do call you, your dad Frank? You I do it because he loves his own name. So I do it out of respect. God, where did you get that from? You know what I mean? <laughs> you learn every, every day you talk about your dad and you learn something new about you and it all makes sense. Yeah, he loves his middle East. So I like Frank Jeffrey Sherman. That's you call you call your father Frank Jeffrey Sherman? <laughs> yeah. Oh my Jesus. God. That's so weird. <laughs> so and I already know, Deepa, you don't you never called your parents by their first name. No, I'm not 100 convinced happen. that Deepa even knows her parents' first names. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I didn't know my mom's first name for a while. See? I remember I was doing a live hit, and someone's like, "Oh, like you're talking about your mom? What's your mom's name?" And I was like, "Mom." I don't know. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> really know until you know. were an adult what your mom's first name was. Yeah, she she uses like her middle name is like her nickname, call name. And then, like, her real name she doesn't like, which is oh, why I'm really confused by yeah, it. Yeah, that's um, one thing you need to know, Roz, yeah. about Guyanese people. Oh, okay. yes. yeah. Is that they will have, like, a real name. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, their birth name. Okay. But then they'll also have what they call a false name, which is mm-hmm. uh, another name that maybe, some, like, a nickname maybe somebody gave to them. What's right. your mom's nickname? Growing Jesus. up. And then that's then became... The name that just is normal, you would just really? call them by that name. Yeah. You know? Really? So I want to yeah. get back to this uh, this tweet. Y'all call your parents by their first name to their face? This is from <laughs> Shem, right? <laughs> so Tamara wrote and said, my dad is hard of hearing, so sometimes it's easier to shout, Larry! <laughs> in order to get his attention. Another person said, uh, heck no, my butt would have been visited by that Ukrainian wooden spoon. Oh, no. My mom may be 82 and 5 foot. But she's a tough cookie who expects who uh, expects respect. Wow. Another person from uh, Mohit said, to this day, I don't even know the first names of most of my Indian <laughs> aunts and uncles. <laughs> Another person wrote and said, hell no. Uh, this guy said that my nine-year-old son called me Mark once. Oh, my God. Playfully, but he did it. I gave him a look I didn't know I had, and his soul almost left his body. <laughs> have you ever called your parents by their first names? Never. Never? Uh-uh. No? No. Like, jokingly, I may have said yeah. Vern, yeah. but I've never, like, walked into the house and be like, Vern, what's going on? Yeah? No. Huh? Serena, how was your day at work at the Bay? <laughs> it even sounds, does it feel it's weird even it, saying yeah, that? Really yeah, really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Austin replied to Shem's tweet and said, LOL, I'm not that white. My mom, my mom is somewhat hard of hearing, so if I need to get her attention, I do, but not in a normal conversation. Um, Sarah said, if I called my mom Priscilla, I don't know if I could forgive myself. <laughs> so obviously you've never done this, Shem. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Another person wrote said, nope, I just can't. I work with my mom and have, and have actually called, Mom, you have a call on line one <laughs> on the loudspeaker. <laughs> now listen to this one. This is from Janine. Said, yeah. weirdly enough, my mom told my brother and I that we could and that we should actually uh, call her by her preferred name. It was easier to find her in a store instead of yelling, Mom! However, my grandparents didn't approve, so it was never, uh, so it was never in front of them. Hmm. Another person said the backhand I'll get if I ever do it. Another person said, "Oh, I don't want to be slapped." Karina said, "If I uh, want to see the next day, I'd know better." <laughs> DK said, "If you call your parents by their first name, you don't love them." Oh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> Maury, <laughs> <laughs> Frank, finally, Jeffrey Sherman, and finally That's this one love. from Emily. <laughs> 
<laughs> With my dad, yeah. If he doesn't want to act like a dad, then he could just be Nick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, big congrats going out to Justin Bieber, who um, picked up five nominations for the 51st Annual Juno Awards happening on May 15th, mm-hmm. hosted by Shang-Chi himself, Simu Lu. Yeah. Uh, first in-person Juno's event since the show was canceled in 2020 because of the pandemic. Happening in Toronto, Budweiser stage. Yes, yeah, outdoor show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bieber, single of the year for Peaches, album of the year, pop album of the year, artist of the year, fan choice also. Um, the weekend ties as well with five nominations, even though he didn't release an album last year. Like, he released one the year before, hmm. and then his latest album was two months ago. But no album in 2021, but he still picked up five nominations. So how did he get nominated then? I guess maybe... Is it maybe, just stuff that was released? Like, is it songs and stuff like that that was released? Maybe. So in, he's in up for single of the year, uh, yeah. contemporary recording of the year, yeah. fans' choice, yeah. artist of the year, songwriter of the year. Yeah, there you go. Songwriter of the year for the track that he has with uh, Kanye on the Donda album, Hurricane. Right. And then his song with Swedish House Mafia, Moth to a Flame. Mm, gotcha. Songwriter of the Year also for Take My Breath. Uh, he won five awards last year out of the six nominations that he got. Shawn Mendes has four nominations, including Fans' Choice. Mm-hmm. Seven straight year that he's been nominated in that category. Who, Shawn Mendes? Yeah. Seven straight years? Yeah, for Fans' Choice. How long has Shawn Mendes been in our lives? Oh, my God. Longer. Really? Yeah, man. Shawn Mendes has been in our really, lives eh? for a real long when time. When did you start? When's the first time you started doing weirdo interviews with Shawn Mendes, Maury? Like eight years ago. Was it eight years ago? Do you remember when Shawn Mendes wasn't super famous and uh, it, Maury would go into these interviews and play like um, Back Pictionary with him? 2014 mm-hmm. is when he came out. Remember when, uh, you know, Back Pictionary, like when you lift up each other's shirts, like you used to do with your friends in the basement? That was my first, we- no, my first weird one was playing uh, thumb wrestling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, but uh, that, well, let's not talk what about if- thumb wrestling. Let's talk about when it's you guys... It's weird to talk about, like, those times because Shawn Mendes was still a young kid. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I know. Right? But well, that's why we that, didn't touch... We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't lift shirts till much later. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but could you imagine now more going in playing back Pictionary with Shawn Mendes? Like, Like, just blow all the guys cool that he's like... <laughs> he's worked so hard. But that's how it started. You know, I would like he to do one of those... Them. I would like to do one of those. You remember? You know, like, you can do those posts of, like, how it started and, like, where it wound up or whatever the yeah. hell they say, right? I would like how to do that. How it started versus how it's going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see Sean Mendez on stage accepting a huge award, and then right beside that is a picture of him from years ago playing back Pictionary just to get a little bit of press. Yeah, <laughs> His shirt's like halfway up. He's leaning over. But I remember it being very competitive too, right? Like you oh, guys absolutely. really went for it. Yeah, he drew a flower, and I drew um, ba- bacon sizzling in a pan. <laughs> How could you draw that on somebody's back and expect them to get that? Well, what else? Like, like uh, process of elimination. I shouldn't have brought this up if we didn't actually have it to play because we should have played this. I'm so sorry about that. I wish we had I it. I can find it for you quite Find quickly. it. Yeah, find it, Maury. Uh, Do you have it? 
We'll find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. Hang tight one second. But yeah, but that's how it started with Sean Mendes. But he's so that was a lot. That was like eight years ago, huh? Because yeah. I don't remember Sean Mendes being in our lives for that long. I guess I'm totally wrong. Yeah, he's been around for forever. Yeah, his first um, single, Life of the Party, came out in 2014. How's Life of the Party go? You don't remember that? No. How does Life of the Party go? Oh my god. I'm so I have like blind spots for Sean Mendes in like in in my memory. I guess I, I don't even I don't even know. So I remember when. Before I had even heard the song, and I heard the name Sean Mendez, yeah, and I heard that the first single was called "Life of the Party," yeah, I assumed that this was going to be like an up tempo, like an up tempo kind of pop record, right? And then I heard the song for the first time, and he hit us with this. Remember. Was this the first Shawn Mendes? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Beautiful song. Yes, that's right. The voice of an angel. Yeah. Do you have back pictionary ready, Warren? I absolutely do. Okay, so this was what year? This was, where's the date here? 2018. Okay, so uh, 2018? Yeah. Oh, no, not that long ago. June 2018. <laughs> okay. okay. So he was of age. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, good. So this is, you, this is you playing back cool. Pictionary. Uh, you'll do me, I'll do you. Okay. One round each. Yeah. Okay? So do you know what back Pictionary no. is? You've never played this with your friends never. where somebody draws on your back and you have to guess what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That's back Pictionary. Okay, great. So do you want to do me first? Sure, I'll draw, I'll draw on your back. And then I get to draw on your back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have to guess what it is? Yeah. Okay, so you know what? You have to go, it's skin, your finger to my skin. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, like it's not outside of shirt. Yeah, it is. No, no, it's not. You want me to, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. My, you can draw on my shirt. I'm good at this game, so it doesn't matter. But I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll, this is good. So you're going up my shirt? Yep. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. You, okay. Did you really plan this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, just please don't make fun of my back here. Yeah, you, you got to shave this stuff, man. How? Okay. <laughs> you drew a heart. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, my turn. Okay, ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. We're drawing something like super intricate so we can keep touching Talk it Shawn Mendes. Is it a flower? Nope. It's a butterfly? Nope. I'm fully lost. It's bacon sizzling in a pan. <laughs> I could, you, that? If you drew that on paper with a pencil, I wouldn't have known Thank you, Sean Mendes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Completely unfair. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, we got a good one for you today, fellas. What do we got? Uh, Denzel submit. Roz and Mocha fan Denzel submitted a uh, slow mo Roz and Mocha podcast. Okay. Um, Love these. when you listen to our podcast. Our podcast, by the way, available anywhere you get your podcast from. Just uh, search for Roz and Mocha. When you listen to our podcast at half speed, some of our conversations sound like we're wasted. Wasted. And Denzel sent one Which, to us. Which, by the way, I've been wasted in my life, and oh. I still don't think I sound that wasted. Well, you wouldn't know okay. unless somebody recorded you, because... Mm. <laughs> Touche. Because <laughs> you're wasted. Touche. So you wouldn't even know. Touche. Uh, and this one, especially when the conversations are ridiculous, yeah. at half speed, they sound even more ridiculous. And thank you to everyone who load up our, our DMs with uh, submissions. Keep sending them in, as Denzel did. Because this um, was from the Ask Raza Mocha segment of our podcast. And the question from Rayman came up of, uh, do you prefer Miracle Whip or mayonnaise on your sandwich? Okay. And when you listen to it at half speed. Yeah, that's, a, sound- that's a very simple question. That shouldn't be anything <laughs> I know, weird about but things this. go off the rails oh, rather no. quickly. Miracle Whip. 
as opposed to mayo. On the label, the Miracle Whip label. Yeah. It says the one-of-kind taste of creamy mayo and tangy dressing. But I guess it's lighter. Maybe that's why people prefer it, because the actual mayo is made with egg. It's thicker. Yeah, no, I don't know. Miracle Whip is thick. Like, Miracle Whip is but thick. But compared yeah, really to mayo. Is. Yeah, it's thick. Uh-huh. It's still thick. Oh, thick, man. thick, 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 thick. <laughs> People are going to slow this down. I know it. Oh, no. Yeah. It's so thick. Wow. (laughs) You called it right away. Denzel completely understood the assignment. Uh, Denzel, you're the man. Uh, So keep sending those in. If you hear a a conversation... That's completely ridiculous on the podcast, and you listen to it at a half speed, and it sounds like we are drunk drunk, yeah. then feel free to uh, submit it to us. Don't forget to include your name so we can give you a shout-out uh, on the show as well. Thank you for that, Denzel. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I fell asleep sitting yesterday. For how long? I don't know. Catherine Rocks were just... Don't I don't know. I got up so early yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. It was Sunday. I was still up at 4.50. Wow. I know. And then so in the afternoon, I got tired, right? But like, I, I so I, I stacked up couches. Uh, like, we we, wanted this, we have this couch. It's like a low back. It's an awful couch. Okay. Right? And I'm not I'm not disparaging the poor couch. Sounds like it. Right? No. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not like, it looks really great. And like, when I sit in one position, I actually quite do find my spot on the couch to be quite comfortable. Okay. Um, but it's not big enough for me to lean back, right? And yeah. it has a super wide back on it. So like, if I lean back... I have to lean all the way back until my head hits the wall, okay. right? Like, I can't lean back on the couch. It's not high enough. Mm-hmm. So I have to stack pillows and everything else back there. Okay. And I I fell asleep, and then... What time? Do you remember? Oh, afternoon, one, two-ish. The okay. perfect nap time, right? Uh-huh. But only I woke up. Like, I went to bed, and I was, like, a little... Like, I was the perfect temperature when I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, Catherine put a blanket on me. Oh, right? Nice. Sweetheart, right? And then also a cat climbed on me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had a, I had a blanket and a cat on me while I fell asleep, and I woke up, and it felt like somebody had put a hose in me and sucked out every bit of moisture out of my body. I couldn't, like, I couldn't close my mouth because the whole thing was dry because my head was back, you right? With, your mouth open? Uh, with my mouth open because my <laughs> head was back and my mouth dried out. Yeah, right. How come your daughter didn't throw things in there. How come? Well, because she's what? a good kid, man. That's <laughs> how you choke you a dad. <laughs> okay, you don't find a dad napping on the couch with his mouth open and start putting things in there. Choke on a grape. I grew up in a different house. <laughs> good God, man. Do you mind? Jeez, man. Uh, no, so I was all dried out, right? Yeah. And I woke up, and what should have been like a glorious nap, like a just a good, you know, whatever it was, hour or so, I woke up and I felt ruined, right? Like I had made this. stranded I had, in oh, the desert. I, yeah, I had just made a huge mistake, yeah. right? And rarely do I feel like a nap is a mistake. I always, Does I it always. make you grumpy? Um, waking yeah, up. Correction, Maury. Grumpy-er. Oh, sorry. Oh, C- thank you, Mocha. Yes. What the hell, man? 
Well, no, he's well, accurate. Why y'all got to gang, gang up? That's not real cool. I'm just trying to tell a story okay. here about a nap, and you guys you guys decided to get vicious. So did it make you okay. grumpy, right? No, like, don't, why, why you got to, I'm talking about a nap, right? So you it's wake a, up, and your mouth well, is... I'm dry. Dry. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know why. I'm just trying to maybe get, I don't know, like, are you sympathetic to the dry, no. to dry mouth Very at much. all? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yes. yes. Deepa, thank you. Deepa, no. who is yes. the one person I expect to roast me in situations like this, thank you for not. Yeah, I appreciate I it. Yeah, Reminds me of something my grandfather would do. But okay, yeah. stop. Oh. Just shut the hell up. Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? Hey, Shem, I got one nut left. You want to kick it? <laughs> All right. All you guys, man. So Nobody has you, any sympathy. Did you get your Sorry. water? Did you Nobody, get something to drink? Hey, listen, who cares? You guys don't care. I don't I'm, even know I why care. I bother. I no, you don't. I'm invested, no. though. Yeah, no, I want to know. No, I didn't. This is how, like, the Raz, the, the villain origin story Yes, starts. it is. Right it is. No, it is. And then it's you, what, you the got show. up and had dinner at three? No, st- shut up, all of you. No, I'm just, listen, I don't know. I thought maybe, I don't normally go, what is that noise? Who's making that noise? <laughs> that was Okay, I'm starting to get the sense that no matter what I do on this show, okay, mm-hmm. if I go to say anything, all all you guys do, right, all of you, is you just wait for the moment to just take whatever I'm saying. You don't even listen to what I'm saying. You just take whatever I'm saying to twist it around and roast me. And yeah, I'm starting. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So it's looking like anybody who has ever given anything to Vladimir Putin is now taking it back. Um, just sanctions and freezing and everything it's gotten to the point titles all of it it's gotten to the point of where vladimir putin has been stripped of his honorary taekwondo black belt (laughs) oh no so you got to give it back the world taekwondo uh, association citing its motto of peace is more precious than triumph condemned Uh, The Russian military action in Ukraine saying that the brutal attacks on innocent lives violated the sports rules and values of respect and tolerance. They say in this regard, the World Taekwondo has uh, decided to withdraw the honorary ninth Dan Black Belt that they gave to Vladimir Putin back in 2013. He's not not recognized anymore? He's not recognized. And this comes after the International Judo Federation said on Sunday that it would suspend Putin's uh, status as honorary president and ambassador in light of the ongoing war. They get a lot of honorary degrees. You see this with celebrities all the time. They get, these universities hand out honorary degrees and all this a kind doctorate of stuff. Doctorate and this doctorates, and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with all of those. But I think that the one honorary thing that I wouldn't take is I would never take an honorary black belt. Because really, that's something you do have to earn. You know oh, what I mean? But he didn't... Because like, you could never say you're black belt because then somebody's going to want to fight you and you're mm-hmm. like, no, man, it's honorary black belt. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you're it's always like, going to be tested. Yeah, it's not a real black belt. It's honorary black belt. So he belt. didn't even make it up to that level? No, They're just no, like no. close enough? Yeah, I think it's just honorary. Uh, and then also oh, over in Quebec, mm-hmm. uh, one Quebec restaurant has come up with its own way of denouncing Vladimir Putin. Uh, the Roy Giuseppe, which is a diner in Drummondville, they mm-hmm. claim to have invented poutine in the 50s, announced that it will now call itself the inventor of the fries cheese gravy. So poutine also happens to be in uh, the French translation. When you write Vladimir Putin's name in French, both in Quebec and in France, you put an E on the end. So it's basically Vladimir Putin, right? Oh, no. So the spelling, the spelling is identical. And, they and said, you're supposed uh, to say Putin. Right. And they right? said, uh, dear clients, 
Uh, tonight, uh, Giuseppe team has decided to temporarily retire the word poutine from its trademark in order to express in its own way its profound dismay over the situation in Ukraine. So uh, restaurants in Quebec aren't even using poutine anymore. Wow. Right? So just fries and gravy and cheese curds. They are now the inventors, as opposed to, so Leroy Giuseppe, uh, in Drummondville, Quebec, instead of calling themselves the oh, inventors no. of poutine, they are now calling themselves the inventors of the cheese of the fries cheese gravy. You know what kind of pressure that puts on now to like Bro. other poutinery? Like, what about that smokes <laughs> I know, poutinery? I know, right? I know, I know, I know. What are they going to do? They got to change their well, name now. But it's different. But in Quebec, see, if if you don't have French language, then you're fine, right? So because the spelling is different in Ontario and the rest of the world, it's only when you're dealing with France and Quebec where. Putin is spelt with an E on the end of it. Yeah. So there's confusion. So smokes there, got nothing right? to worry about. I don't think they got anything to worry about. Because they make delicious yeah. poutines, man. But, uh, but everybody, everybody distancing themselves, rightfully so. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hi, is this Jay? Yeah, it What's is. Up? What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you today? I'm very well. I'm actually just walking into work. Oh, okay. Real quick. Can you explain the text that you just sent to us? The way you said poutine was actually poutin. Which means whore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you straight up just ordered a, a, a whore with your burger. Oh, that, just for confirmation. With, with, with gravy and cheese? No, no, or no, just stop, straight stop, stop. up? <laughs> just confirmation. I, I, will ne- I would never order that, okay? okay. <laughs> but I always thought that, that that's how you say poutine, like in, in Quebec no. or in Montreal or whatever. No, no, that, no, that's the way English people think that Quebecers say it. Oh, so how do you exactly? Say, wait, are you from there, Jay? Is that how I, you know? I'm originally from Montreal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So how are you supposed to say it? It's actually spelled, uh, pronounced poutine. Yeah. Oh, poutine. It's, yeah. it's almost like a yeah, like like poo plus tin can. Yeah. So I've heard that poutine. before. I just thought people were joking. No, no, it's poutine. No. Oh, poutine. Yeah, yeah it's not poutine. not poutine. Oh, exactly. <laughs> not a whore. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good, good. Thank you for that, by the way. My pleasure. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah. And just to confirm, I do not want that with my good, burger. Good to know for the next time uh, you go to Montreal with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly at that moment, yeah. yeah. We each, not good. We would each like <laughs> and one for the boy too. This <laughs> <laughs> first time. Never had one. Not from Quebec anyway. Yeah. Not the real kind. <laughs> Fair enough. Extra gravy on the side. Yo, thanks, Jay. (laughs) All right, you have a good one, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. He's Roz. I'm Mocha. Uh, Uh, And people wandering around. Can you turn that down, Maury? Come on, man. (laughs) Damn it, Maury, producer of the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, everyone. Shem, executive producer of the Roz and Mocha Show. Um, (laughs) Deepa's going to join us a little later on for the DM Deep Dive. But I will say to the three of you fellas, I'm very upset. Oh, why? What'd I do? With the three of you. Why? Well, I'm used to that feeling. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, Our group chat. Yeah. Y'all haven't been submitting your Wordles. I wait. I'm always the third. Are you guys, like, done with Wordle? No. I'm the only one in the room that does not participate in Wordle. But I do get great enjoyment in seeing... The success rate of everyone. Yes, I know. I'll send mine right now. I got it in four. Yeah, I'll... I, I changed when I do Wordle. Okay. That's what happened, right? Is I change the time when I do when I do Wordle, uh, and I change the time when I do Wordle 
because I was having a difficult time seeing Wordle. What do you mean? Where I used to do it. So the light in my bathroom at home when I'm getting ready is where I used to do Wordle. Um, is like it's sort of the way that the light is situated in the bathroom and everything else. It makes my screen very difficult to see with my eyes. Right. I did get re- not- I did get reading glasses. Did though. you? I have them. Oh, yeah. Let me see them. Yeah. And what's the brightness set on your uh, like all the way on up. your screen? All the and way. You up. still can't see it. No, no, it's very difficult for me to see. Right. Wow. So, uh, so I now like it's too bright. So I now do it. I I, I get to the building here in the morning, mm-hmm. and right before I come upstairs, I open my phone and I do my Wordle. Oh, okay. So I do it sitting in the car in the parking lot. Oh, but garage. that seems that feels rushed, right? That's no. Oh, my God. You right. totally have your glasses down to the bottom of your nose. Yeah. Well, why be- do you wear them like that? Because. Is it easier to see? Yeah, because uh-huh. it, because I don't need them for seeing you. Oh, okay. Right? So if I go like this, you're like, blah. You're like, <laughs> I look like I'm, I look like I'm hammered. So I have to wear them. So I have to wear them like this. Uh-huh. Like a right? nana. Like, yeah, like a nana. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're embracing your elderly age. What the hell? How are you not going to? What am I supposed to do? Just be like, not read? <laughs> Right? And deny it? Yeah, you know. So okay, so let me tell you something about my glasses. So I wear, I have reading glasses, right? Uh-huh. And I, and I remember when I said I got these, where I was like, I discovered readers when I was at Home Depot. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then you my, ordered like a uh, multi pack yeah, from they, Amazon. They come in fives, uh-huh. right? They come in a pack of fives. Because so everyone, just, so you, nanas lose them. Yeah, so you can leave them everywhere. So these are my work glasses. They just sit right beside the 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 frame picture of myself okay. I keep over there. <laughs> are you gonna start wearing okay. it like that on TV? So no. Um, so. Catherine has been on me. She's like, just get glasses, get glasses, get glasses. I got a prescription for glasses a long time ago. I just never went and got them. And then so I I discovered these and I'm like, these two work just fine. I don't need to get the other ones. So I thought she was going to be super happy with me that I'm taking my, I don't know, eye health. Is that a thing? Uh Uh, That I'm taking glasses seriously. (laughs) An optometrist would say yes. Thank you. Right? (laughs) But are you worried that these might make your eyes worse? Uh, Yeah. But no. Um, So, (laughs) like... (laughs) Okay, because your your eyes are struggling. Yeah. Well, well, no. Now they're not. Now my eyes are super relaxed. Yeah. Um, so I wear these, right? I wear these at the end of my nose, like, you know, mm-hmm. like a like a grandpa, right? Yeah. And so I wear them at the tip of my nose, so I look up over them, so I can see the rest of the world is in focus, and then I look down at my knitting or my phone, and everything is in focus, right? Uh, and then so I have these on the other night and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm feeling so good about myself because I finally went and did something to better like my body, right? Yeah. I got glasses and I can finally read like it's no problem. And Catherine immediately looks at me and puts up her phone very stealthily and takes a picture of me yeah. with the glasses at the end of my nose and laughs, right? Yeah. And, and then says, you look like, a, you look like my grandfather. She goes, push those up. And I'm like, I can't push them up because if I push them up, I can't see you. She's like, well, then you need to get different ones. And I'm like, but I don't want to get different ones. And then so we have this whole argument of where I'm doing glasses wrong. <laughs> no, but right. those aren't glasses. Those are readers. Did you explain that to her? That what these the hell is used- the difference between glasses and readers? Glasses are, are a prescription meant to see all the time through them. These are meant only when you're reading or seeing something small. So you're wearing these correctly. Yeah. So did you explain it like that to her? Yeah, that these are go, not yeah. glasses. Okay, here's my plan. You want to know what's going to ruin my entire day? If I go home and say, Maury, Maury says. <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyway, okay. that was a very nice reader. We sorry. all know in this room. I know you were mad at the three of us, but we all know what happens if we go home and say something to somebody that starts off with, well, Maury said. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, we all know what's happening in the Ukraine. That is obviously the biggest story in the world right now, has been. Um, the other big story, not to make a comparison, but a big story in Toronto yesterday was the fact that 
Randy's, the Jamaican spot, Randy's Patties, famous for their patties. Yeah. Uh, their location on Eglinton West in Little Jamaica is shutting down tomorrow. Right. So when news broke that this was happening, um, people were like, yo, we got to save Randy's. We got to save Randy's. And, and it wasn't because they ran at, like, they didn't have the funds. Like, they had said, didn't they, that it was like a supply chain issue? That yeah, they manufacturing had that? And, and, and supply gotcha, chain. Gotcha, gotcha, right? gotcha. Okay. So people were coming out, like, in droves to Randy's yesterday to support. Right. And if you, I don't know how you would have missed it, but on the news all day yesterday, they kept showing throughout the day lineups that went down the street, around the block, around another block yeah. for the entire day. For patties. And people... Uh, they, they even had news helicopters. <laughs> Did they yeah. helicopters yeah, yeah, they were the showing aerial, aer, the aerial shots <laughs> of the lineups of the city That's of awesome. Toronto coming together <laughs> to support Randy's. <laughs> and of course, we know that Drake had tweeted out or put on Instagram, commented that he would want to buy Randy's, right? Yeah. In order to save this historical place right 43 years at that one location that's wild and people are busted up that they're shutting down tomorrow so dan mori um reached out to the folks at randy's and talked to the manager to get reaction to all things randy's all things drake all things fan love now see the thing is we never even got to make our formal announcement it got leaked before we even got to say anything so you know, I went, you know, I, I got a message from, you know, one of my boys and he's like, you know, people are, you know, words out that you guys are closing per- like permanently. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. I never, we, nobody, nobody ever said we're closing permanently. What? Whoa, whoa. Are me. you saying that maybe you guys aren't going to close? No, no, no. We're still closing this weekend for sure. But I'm just saying that it's not going to, it's not, I don't think it's going to be forever. That's, that was never the plan. You know, we've been facing a lot of challenges over the past, you know, especially over the past two years with COVID compounded on top of all the, you know, all the challenges with supply chain issues and, you know, rising costs of everything that COVID has brought in on top of the issues that Metrolinx brought in years ago. And, you know, our current business model as it is right now just doesn't seem to be working for us. We're, we're facing a lot of issues. We're not able to produce things as quickly as we want to. We're not able to get a lot of supplies that we want to to make our product. And, you know, I'm not willing to compromise on the quality of my product. I'm not willing to compromise on any of that. We're closing to kind of take a step back, take a breather, and, you know, just look at the playing field that we have, kind of just look at what options are available for us and look at what the best way forward for the business would be. Hmm. So the information that Randy's was closing, the one that we got on Wednesday night, was not supposed to get out to the public, according to the folks at Randy's. And then, of course... Uh, Still sounds like they're closing, though. Like, he didn't really clarify why that this was temporary. Right. He said, we're still closing on the weekend. Yeah, but this uh, that's a whole lot more than the weekend, though. And then the question came up as to whether or not the folks at Randy's actually heard, heard from Drake, who put out on IG that he was going to buy the place, or he would buy it right now, right, right. according to Drake, right? But have you heard from Drake? We have heard from several people, including somebody who apparently represents him. Yeah. Again, I'm not really at liberty to discuss that right now, because we haven't even... We haven't even started any real discussion or discourse yet amongst ourselves, much less with anybody else. Drake's cakes. 
<laughs> no, you can't change the name. Why not? You can't buy Randy's patties and then change it to Drake's cakes. <laughs> well, all right. And then what? He's gonna start selling cakes and not patties. Why don't you just change the name? No, it's no, a no, cake no, patty, no, no, same no, no, thing. No, no, cake no. patty, same uh, thing. And then the thing that that uh, blew up on our show yesterday was Shem from the Raza Mocha Show put together a song, an amazing song. We'll play it for you again in a couple of minutes. But uh, Shem put together a song, and the reaction that came from that song was just incredible. Yeah. And of course, the question is. Uh, did the folks at Randy's Patties, did they hear the song and what do they think? Did you hear the song from our very own Shem celebrating you guys today? Absolutely. It's fire. It's fire. And, you know, that's that's one of those super unexpected things that, you know, it's like it goes hand in hand with the response that we've gotten from everybody. Like, it's unbelievable to me that, you know, our, our like my family's little business means this much to people. And, you know, that just kind of reaffirms to me that whichever direction the business goes, it needs to remain true to itself and continue to represent what it represents right now. Shem's going to hear this call between you and I right now. Is there anything you want to say to Shem right now about that song? Big up. Bless up for that song. It means a lot to us. Like, this is a tough time, you know, for my family and for everybody. But, you know, the outpouring of love and support from, you know, from people like him, it means the world to us. Maybe that's your new theme song. Are you gonna? Maybe you guys can play the song in the restaurant. You know, as the lineups continue to grow throughout the weekend. You know, the only thing is, we don't have any speakers. <laughs> oh man! We don't, like we're bare bones, dude. We run. We we run this the way it was run. Oh, can we man. not get? We, listen, we're goddamn radio. Can we not get the man some speakers? I know, Mort. Right? Can you show up today with your Yaris? Just pop the trunk and like just have the song playing on repeat. Like today's the last day before uh, they shut down tomorrow. Sorry, I you almost cried. I almost burst into tears listening to that, man. I know. It's so beautiful. Randy's uh, in the city of Toronto, been here for, you know, yeah. their, their 43rd year. They're shutting down tomorrow. Uh, one final message to the fans from the folks at Randy's Patties. All, all I want to tell them is we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that Randy's continues in some way, shape, or form in the future. And that, you know, we continue to support the community that supported us for all those years. Beautiful. And one Beautiful. time for Randy's on Eglinton West in Little Jamaica. We love you. We support you. Tomorrow's the last day. Everyone create an even bigger lineup outside that joint today. This is for you guys. This is my story about beef patties. I love this song so much. Toronto story about beef patties. Hey. I remember those days when I would go home from the West End all the way to Scarborough and I never did care if I went alone when my belly would rumble. It's time to go and Randy's been a staple in Toronto and you know Eglinton West has been its home. I remember eating party with bread that's cocoa. Now I hear it is closing. That's a no-no. When I first heard the news, it was on blog TO. I could not believe it. Thought it was a joke, but Drake don't step up now for Toronto said he put money to it so it don't close up. Summertime, springtime, and in the snow. Randy's always got a lineup right out the door. For 43 years, it's been the place to go. If it close, I would feel real low. Missing Randy, we got to save it before it shut down. You can replace it. Now, how does that sound? Part of the fabric in that part of town. Ra, 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 ra. Little Jamaica. You have to rate we No disrespect now to the other bakeries We have to come together and save Randy's Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> Yes, big up Randy's, big up Randy's all day <laughs>
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Okay, so it's hell of a story time. Mm. Uh, Mocha, we have to decide right now. Uh, are we going to take this seriously or are we not going to take this seriously? Because I think one of the things that we do on this show is we handle ridiculous things very seriously. Okay. Uh, um, and there's only we have to decide amongst ourselves how seriously we're going to take this before we bring on the hell of a story. Serious. Like, like serious? Have to. Yeah, we're both going to commit to it. I mean, I don't I have no idea. I'm just saying... Because I love Hell of a Story. I know. You don't know what this is. No I idea. do. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, well, I'm going to take it seriously then. Okay. So will I then, I okay. guess. Yes. Hi, Emily. Welcome to Raza Mocha's Hell of a Story. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? When did this happen? Where did this happen? Take us through your, your story. This happened uh, between December 2019 and January 2020. Okay. My, my daughter was given a doll when she was about two years old. So this happened when she was about seven. What kind of doll? And um, an Elsa doll. Elsa from oh, Frozen. From Frozen. Okay. So it's like one of those like baby looking Elsa dolls, not yeah. like a Barbie looking Elsa. Um, my husband took my daughter into her room and said, okay, you're going to get a bunch of new Christmas presents. So we're going to get rid of the toys that you don't want anymore. And the Elsa was among those toys. So she was thrown into a bag with a bunch of other stuff. So where it got a little bit weird is a couple weeks later, we were trying to find my husband's Christmas stocking and we couldn't find it anywhere in the house. And and so we looked at this bench that we have in our living room, even though we knew, like, there's no way it's in here because we have a bunch of stuff we keep on top of this bench. But we found the doll inside. Get out of here. Dead. No. The, El- the Elsa doll that you threw away. Right. And and the doll had been thrown away with a bunch of other stuff, but it was by itself in the bench. At first, I was like, okay, what the heck is going on? Like, I don't, um, you know, like, the kids wouldn't have taken it out of the garbage can or, you know, from the whatever, the truck <laughs> that took it away. So uh, my husband and I were like, this is extremely disturbing. Um, he actually put on like a pair of nylon gloves <laughs> and we like put it in a gar- another garbage bag because we were just so freaked out. And then we put it like in our kitchen garbage and double tied it and took it back out to the car. We're like, okay, we got rid of you. We we're getting rid of you. You wrap it up two bags this time, right? Nice, right. And, nice and tight. And then you bring it back out to the garbage and it with it, what happens to it? It gets picked up it was again? taken away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the garbage was taken away. We, we saw it go. We're like, okay, there's like, we're keeping an eye on it this time. <laughs> I don't know what happened before. Like okay. no one's going to play a prank on us or whatever. So we actually went out of town and we came back at some point, I think after the new year. And there was like a tree that had fallen in our yard while we were gone. We were clearing out the you know, the branches and stuff. But um, to clear out the the tree, we had to pass by the side of the house. And my daughter came running in and she's like, Mom, the Elsa doll's in the backyard. Get out of here. No. (laughs) Elsa came back? Excuse me? (laughs) I just thought, okay, this is ridiculous. And um, I went out there to see what she was saying. And and this doll was like standing like against the wall, like, like it had been positioned with its arm up in the air like it was raising its hand like it had a question or something it was just standing there creepily like near where the garbage can area was okay so so you think two things now what like obviously you start to think that maybe somebody who is a little psychotic i would say is going through your garbage and then returning the elsa doll both inside and outside your home or option two is what I don't ever like, nobody ever likes option two. Option two <laughs> is unknown. what? Uh, the unknown. So, right. you, so you then what? You start thinking that you have a haunted Elsa doll? I mean, I am a very skeptical person. I'm not like, ooh, there's like 
ghosts and demons in my house. But I couldn't make sense out of it because we saw the garbage truck take it away. And um, and the doll, my, my daughter colored on it with a marker growing up. And it had, like, on her face and her arms, and it, it had the same markings on it. It wasn't, like, another doll. Okay, yeah, no, that doll's alive. Okay, so why not burn the doll? Why not just destroy it? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is where I went to Facebook, and I was like, what's going on with this doll? And, and everyone's like, don't burn it because then the evil, you know, whatever. <laughs> I got so many responses, and I because initially I'm like, okay, I'm setting this thing on fire, I'm melting it, yeah. I'm, you know. And why didn't you? I just I was just worried because at this point you're dealing with something that doesn't make any sense. You because you think it's a demon. I, I mean, not I don't know. <laughs> that sounds really. Uh, well, yes, because that. then the spirit's <laughs> gonna go find another host to go okay, live in. Okay, hold on here. Hold on. What happened to the doll? Where is it? I have this friend who lives in Minnesota, and he was like, "You could mail it to me." And that, I was like, this is a great idea because if I, if I throw it away, I don't know where it is. And I'm just going to be looking for it under my bed. But if I put it in a box and I send it somewhere and you can tell me that you got it, I'll feel much better. So that's what I did. And what did he do with it? He put it in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that he originally, he'd like put it attached to the front of his truck or something. And, and nothing has manifested in any other way? Like there's no other hauntings or possessions or anything like that? Well, you're going to need another show for that because they're... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like when the doll was sent away, whatever yeah. was dealing with the doll is like, we're still having issues here. No! Just a whole other story. I'm not, yeah. The yeah. Haunted Elsa doll is no longer in your house. What you're telling us right now is that once you got rid of the Haunted Elsa doll, whatever was in the Haunted Elsa doll has now started to occupy other things in the house? Uh, yeah, I live in a haunted house now. <laughs> okay. That's how it works, though. Is that how it works? As long as they don't harm you, that's how it works. It's just, like, entertaining at this point because a lot of stuff happens, and the kids are just like, wow, Mom, I door opened again you know it's just like okay um can i just tell you that going through your story uh, before we had you on rosamoca's hell of a story the amount of different ways because this your story with the haunted elsa doll made news everywhere right uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh the amount of different ways headline writers have used <laughs> a version of haunted elsa doll that just won't let go Hey. I know. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Emily, thank you very much for being a part of Roz Mocha's Hell of a Story. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> right on. Have a good day. Bye, on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, think of the most ridiculous excuses you could give to a police officer when getting pulled over in order to get out of a ticket. Never had to do that yet. Speeding or having a lane change or not stopping fully at a stoplight. Dan Mori, do you have an answer? Have you ever given a police officer a what you thought in your mind was a uh, a legit reason but would actually come across as ridiculous? Oh, all the time. All the time. How often I mean, are you getting pulled over? I've gotten pulled over like three times. Last I was year. I was in a car with Maury one morning when mm-hmm. back when we used to carpool and we got pulled over. I've never seen somebody <gasps> I more remember that more terrified. Uh-huh. You took never, a picture. I know. I was. <laughs> it was the, one of the greatest moments of my life. That's a document. He it. was so terrified, and I knew exactly. Like I, I like Maury doesn't stop at stop signs uh-huh. and he doesn't use his signal right 
and he did it on three turns well, in a it row. Was, it was like th- like early, early, and I'm like, why am I going to use my light, like my flicker, if there's know, no one around? Rules yeah, of the road, yeah, but like, does he rolls through every stop sign and doesn't use the and doesn't use? But you the got indicator. a ticket that day, right? I did get a ticket that day, yes. and I got a ticket the last time when I got pulled over on my way home. I didn't know the the main road here was like a um, a 50 zone. I was going like 60 or 70. He pulled me over, <laughs> and I said, "I'm like." There's no signs. There's I don't no know. signs. There's signs everywhere. Oh yeah, no, he pointed to three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so the OPP say <laughs> says that a driver on Highway 401 near Mavis gave the most ridiculous, most elaborate story after being pulled over for using the HOV lane, even though they were like a single driver oh, in yeah, a lane yeah, meant yeah. for two or more people. So, police officer pulls a car over and immediately sees the person behind the driver's seat hop over and sit in the passenger side. Okay. Okay? So the cop goes up to the car, and the excuse of the person's gave was, quote, the driver ran away. <laughs> what? The what? The driver ran away. The person who was driving hopped into the passenger seat. When the police officer told them to roll the window oh. down, that person. Oh, I the, thought there was a person in the back seat that hopped into the. the no, okay. so there's no one sitting in the driver's seat. Right. So, no, the driver yeah. hopped into the passenger seat. Oh. They were the okay. only person in the car. Oh, now so he tells the cop going, the, told the, guy the police ran away. officer that the driver ran away. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're on a highway, <laughs> and the police officer saw the driver behind the wheel hop into the passenger seat. Right. And if that actually was the case, then you immediately start thinking, okay, well, the driver clearly committed a homicide. Right. Right? Why would you run away? So now that person... That's a terrible excuse. Uh, ...facing several charges, including obstructing police and driving with a suspended license. But sometimes Man. in the heat of the moment, you got to come up with something no, fast. No, not that. No, and also that's it's, ridiculous. And also it's winter, and, like, you're getting all your, like, boot snow all over the console and everything else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's trying just to not, risk it. Risk yeah, it all. Yeah, it's just not good. Like, you're making the car messy, too. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, wow. That's, so their uh, excuse uh, was that the driver ran away. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, uh, I don't use TikTok, but is this a big deal that they can now be up to 10 minutes long TikTok videos? Absolutely. Is that what I'm reading? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah, might yeah, ruin yeah. TikTok. It might ruin it. That's long, man. That's like. Know. Trying to compete with YouTube with the amount of people who are. Do, do people stick posting? around? Like if you, because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't view TikTok. Like I see a lot of TikTok videos, but I see a lot of TikTok videos on Instagram, yeah. right? When people are just like doubled it. Like, but the joy of it on. is the quickness of the videos with a quick dance or whatever. 10 minutes. That's too long. Uh, yeah, I think they're trying to get people who are creators on YouTube yeah. to maybe switch, switch over, over and start posting their content to TikTok instead. Right. Because a lot of a lot of the YouTube creators also have TikToks, right? right. That they may use just to promote their YouTube channel. Right. But they did this the on Instagram video. too. They extended the length of videos on Instagram yeah. last year. Yeah. Interesting though. Um, Even on YouTube though, like I watch a lot of YouTube videos. So do I. But I don't think I've ever watched, I mean, I'm sure there are times where I've watched like a tutorial or something that may be over 10 minutes, mm-hmm. but it's very rare that I will stick around for something that length of time on YouTube. Oh, really, huh? Yeah. I watch long stuff on YouTube all Do the you time. Really? Oh, my God, all the time. Yeah. But like is TikTok, because like, again, more explain this to me, um, and Shem too, I guess. 
Is TikTok still a place just for like cool dance videos or has it become something else entirely now? Because mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of those. You, when it's TikTok first started, right? Dances. That's the main my, thing. My that. feed was full of just people dancing mm-hmm. on, on TikTok. I rarely see that anymore. Like, oh, no, I see it all the time. see it anymore. I see it all the, every no, day. No, no, what I mean is it, it was, that was the, the TikTok content that, that, that sort of filtered away from TikTok because I don't use TikTok. So when I, I know TikTok from Instagram, and all the other platforms where people would repurpose a TikTok video. And that's where I would see it. Now, in my world, which is not on TikTok, the TikTok videos I see are just, mm-hmm. are they're not people dancing. They're other things Yeah, now. it's either commentary yeah. or like a quick tutorial on something that's right. cut really, right. yeah. really quickly, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you use TikTok for, Sham? Um... Well, I mean, come on now. I like the look. Jam. Come on I now. I like the look. I'm not allowed to come look. Now. Right? I'm allowed to look. No, listen, I, I'll say this. I actually like the 10 minute idea for TikTok you because do. I think it's going to really challenge people to create content that's going to capture people for a longer period of time. And that's right. hard to do with everybody's attention span being as short as it is nowadays, right? And, yeah. and I, think, I think TikTok, I think you're going to see movies, like short films. I don't know, man. They tried I think that. that's what's going to ruin it, though. Like when I'm lying yeah. on the couch, I'm scrolling through. I like to just okay. You did yeah. a dance. You did. Yeah. A they challenge. tried that what? on Instagram no, a while ago. Like right. companies were were coming out with like short, like thirty second to a minute long episodes of things that they would release on the weekly on a weekly basis, and it just wasn't catching on. Yeah, right. right? But again, TikTok uh, extended their videos not too long ago, right? And it didn't it didn't hurt it then, right? No, it right. Made ten it minutes is a big difference from one minute. Because it used to be 30 seconds. Do you use the different platforms for different things? I yes. Do. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you, so what do you use Instagram for, Maury? I use it for... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 let me answer. Okay, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, like, ahead. you're saying for what I post? Is that what you're no, asking? No, no, what do you use it for? I, I use it for, like, honestly, though, I use it just for, like, what are the celebrities up to? I'll follow variety. I'll follow people, red carpet stuff. I'll follow friends of mine. I use it for that kind of stuff. Okay. TikTok is more for, okay, there's a hot shirtless guy doing a dance or but, a challenge. But that used to be what Instagram was yeah, for you. Instagram, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, now it's moved completely over to TikTok. So, okay. So, okay. so now you're DMing hot guys on TikTok? No, you not can't. On... No, you can't. Oh. The only way you can DM people, I love how I know this. So sad, <laughs> The only way you can Mark, DM I know, so I know, right I know, I know. Okay. So how do you, I use so, it for break, work, so, uh, Okay. Break it down. Uh-huh, break, it down. Uh-huh. break it down, Maury. So, if some, so how do you... How you, you can't. You cannot DM somebody on TikTok unless you follow each other. Really? That's right. I didn't know that. So if That's I DM somebody, what's that? That's how Instagram used to right. be. Right. So if right? I DM somebody on TikTok, yeah. there'll be a big red X. And it says, sorry, you can't message this person unless you follow each oh, other. Oh, that must be heartbreaking over and over and over again So I, I send the message again trying to see if it sneaks through. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So, you know... One of my favorite shows is The Office. Yes, sir, I do. I do. I do. Uh, still on Netflix. Um, still, like, in syndication all over the world. One of the most popular shows ever. And I found something on Instagram, a video that somebody had put together. Because The Office is being played in other parts of the world, mm-hmm. they have to do voiceover dubs oh yeah in that language right yeah yeah. so what i'm gonna play for you is a scene from season five episode nine it's titled frame toby this is when 
part of season four, Toby takes off and he goes to Costa Rica. Right. And he's missing for, and he's gone for a while. And Michael is like so happy, right? Yeah. And then um, in season five, episode nine, Toby comes back and everybody else knows except for Michael. And then Jim was like, no, he's like sitting at his desk, like in the annex. Right. And Michael's like, okay, whatever. I'm going to play along. I'm going to go back there and joke's on me. Toby's not there. Yeah. And this happens. Great practical joke, Jim. Got me to go to the annex. Like, no, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! 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 God, he hates Toby. No! Yeah. <laughs> right? So, so when that's being played in other countries around the world, right. um, they... Somebody put together the different languages that that particular scene oh, great. Okay. was dubbed over. Hit me. So we have uh, English, which you just heard, yeah. right? Yeah. Then we have German, Spanish, French, Italian, and Turkish. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So this is that scene as a reminder in English. No, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! 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 Okay, so now yeah. in German, it sounds like this. Hi, nein, Gott! Nein, Gott, bitte, nein! 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 In Spanish. No! Dios! No, tú, por favor, no! 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 And then in French. No! Pasa! No! 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 And then Italian. No, Dio, ti prego, no, 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 no! And then finally in Turkish. Higher, Tanum Lutfan, higher, 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 higher! Wow. And all together, wow. back to back, they sound like this. No, God! No, God, please, no, no, no! No! Nine God! Nine God! Bitte nine! 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 No! Dios! No! Tu por favor! No! No! Tu por favor! No! No! Pasa! No! 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 Dio, ti prego, no! 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 Higher, Tanum Lutfan, higher! Higher! Jeez. Higher! Higher! The Turkish guy really went for it, huh? Super angry. What do you want to say, Maury? I was going to say, did you know that the Ukrainian president, before he was president, did this kind of work? He did Paddington 2. It, did he really? Yes, he was a voiceover he guy. He was the because he was a comic, right? And he also did the dub stuff. So he so the so the guy right now with the machine gun and the keeping the country safe did and everything Paddington else too? was Paddington. Yeah. That's awesome! Oh wow! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Wanda, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. What's going on? Why are you on Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life today? Help. My partner is obsessed with Hot Wheels. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Wanda, you wrote us this. Um, yeah, Razamoka Fix My Life. My partner goes to the store multiple times a day to check stock on Hot Wheels. Am I wrong to cause issue when he goes out to meet someone on Facebook Marketplace to buy Hot Wheels that are 10 times the price they were at the store? We literally have over 10 large Rubbermaid buckets full of Hot Wheels. They are overflowing our rec room. Wanda, how old are you, or how old is your partner? <laughs> I'm 40. Your partner's 40 years old. How long have you guys been together? 22 years. And this Hot Wheel obsession has been in your relationship the entire time? Um, Probably more so over the last five years. Oh, wow. Okay. So when did you notice that it was becoming a problem? When I no longer allowed to store anything because there's no room in the storage room. Okay, so... Did was this something that he was into like when he was a kid and then decided to get back into it later in life? Or what brought on the Hot Wheels obsession? I'm not sure why it's so bad. He's always been into Hot Wheels with her son, but not to the extent where he has to have every single release of every series that comes out. Does he open them or do they just sit there? If, if he wants to open one, he has to buy an extra one. That's not opened, right? Yeah. yeah. So he'll open open for himself or open for your son? My son will jab him as well on yeah. Hot Wheels. How how much is a Hot Wheels these days? Well, it depends. Like the, the playing card ones are buck twenty five to a buck fifty, depending where you are. But yeah. the series ones could be six ninety seven. Okay. Yeah. okay. My main issue is like, okay, go collect your Hot Wheels and everything like that, but you don't need to go in the morning to check. And then you got to go and run out for cigarettes. Oh, well, it's next to Walmart, so I'm going to go in again and check. Okay, but why then, does oh, that... do we need anything for groceries? Oh, and then I'm going to go to Walmart again. It's honestly leaving the house two, three times a day. Okay, but why do you need... Why does this bother you so much, though? Well, he puts so much time into collecting and looking for his Hot Wheels. He doesn't put any time into us. Really? Oh, okay. So is that so, what like, the I issue is? Him, like, the... I'm jealous of your Hot Wheels. Like, you, I tell him, fill my cup. And I wouldn't care. So Hot Wheels is taking away from the relationship that the two of you have. Yes. Is it, though? I feel like roommates now. You do. So, but I, I don't think that this is a Hot Wheels thing. Though. Mm, there's more. Yeah. They're, like, he's not, believe me, it, it, a man who that obsessed with Hot Wheels, okay, uh, it, it's it's not... It's not the reason you guys are finding the relationship difficult or realizing that there's now distance between you. It's not because of the Hot Wheels. The Hot Wheels is because of whatever that thing is for him. He's just mm-hmm. filling. He's just filling a hole. I will say, you know what though, I mean? Wanda, like the the one thing, at least in my opinion, I do think that it's weird that multiple times a day he's going to Walmart to check if they've restocked the Hot Wheels. Like that part of it, I sound. That's the one that I I find a little bit awkward. Like he's doing anything and everything he can to get out of that house. But he was already out of the house, though. It's just. The amount of time and money he thinks he needs to spend on this. He thinks they're going to be worth a lot of money and he's going to resell them. But he's not the type of guy who's going to post something online and sell them. He's not the type of guy to get a booth at the flea market and sit there and talk to people. He doesn't like people. Right. So, so, okay. So you, you don't, you just don't like his thing. We all have things that we spend money on, right? Mm -hmm. You just don't like his thing. Uh, no, because I look for how wheels for him too, because I know he enjoys it and he likes it. Like, 
I work out of town, so I'll check that Walmart when I'm coming home sometimes for them. I'm always checking Walmarts and sending them pictures. This is what they have, right? So what do you what do you what what do you want to like in a perfect world, what happens? How does this get fixed? He's he he stops collecting Hot Wheels and then you think what he ev- stops going four times a day. He oh. can go, you know, once in a while when we actually really need to okay. go get groceries. Okay, go but check. what but what happens when he does say go once a day and then you're gonna realize that he is in the house but he's not spending that time that he's now using is not allocated towards you the way you thought it was going to go. I don't know. Okay. Then you're going to have to be, you know, go back to the beginning of this conversation, which it was, you've got to figure out what the actual problem is. Mm-hmm. It's not Hot Wheels. Maybe the two of you need to get into a room together where there's no Hot Wheels around to, so he doesn't get distracted and ask him that question and see if you guys can have a conversation about it. Okay. I will. I'll do that today. Is your sex life still okay or no? Yes. It is. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, at least you got that. Do you dress up like a Hot Wheel and stuff like that to like? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sorry. I just said yes. The last question. I don't even... <laughs> Yo, Wanda. Just uh, have you have you tabulated not to get into money stuff, but have you tabulated like how much money he's approximately spent on Hot Wheels? Um, I would. It's probably close to ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars at a at a at a buck at a buck a car? No, sometimes like the transporters are up to the twenty bucks for a transporter set. But like I bought him a set in one year, it was like in May. Somebody passed away and their daughter sold the set for twenty five hundred dollars. What? And I yeah. It was a lot of cars, and it was, it was worth it. They were from the 90s. And I said, yeah. if I buy you this set, will you stop buying Hot Wheels for the rest of the year? And mm-hmm. he said yes, mm-hmm. but he did not. Of course not. It's like it's, yeah. his, it's his thing. It's his compulsion. It's his, uh, it's his distraction. It's his everything, right? It's chasing now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you have, I think that you need to sit down and, and go at this conversation just knowing that maybe the problem isn't Hot Wheels. Maybe the problem is something else. Okay. It's tough, though. It's tough. I know, I know, I know. He's always running out, and you guys, you feel neglected, and you're taking a backseat to Hot Wheels. And then even when you do try and get involved to think that maybe, hey, maybe this isn't just, can't just be your thing. Maybe we can do it together, and I'll be like the cool wife, and I'll go out, and I'll take pictures at Walmart, and I'll send you what I got just to try and be involved. And even when you do that, he doesn't involve you, and it doesn't help anything, right? Yeah. 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 you got to have a conversation with him. Okay. Okay? Thanks, Wanda. All right. All right, love. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hey, can we all agree that if Kanye West wasn't famous, he'd be in jail today? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Isn't that the deal? Yeah. Like, we've seen this story before, and oftentimes it plays out privately, and you don't know what's going on, and then a woman winds up dead, and then we all go, oh, if we only knew. But... We all see it now, and nobody's doing anything. Yeah. That video is... So he released a video yesterday. What's the name of that trash song? I just listened oh. to it. I've never heard a song so bad. Uh, from- Easy by the game featuring Kanye that has um, this line in it. God sent me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Yeah. So that was like the first time we had heard Kanye address Pete Davidson, at least in music. So the video is like a claymation video and he's got uh, a little, he's got Pete Davidson all wrapped up in a bag and he's dragging him behind an ATV and then he buries him in the ground and plants flowers on his head and 
he's like crying and stuff. And then the end of the video, there's a little message that comes up and goes, uh, everyone lived happily ever after except Skeet. Damn. You know who. And then it's quick thing flashes up on the screen going, you know, just kidding. He's fine. Um, Whose head does Kanye have in his hand for that whole video? Because it doesn't look like it's supposed to be Pete. Whose head is that supposed to be? Because he's got somebody. He's standing there singing with a mask on, and he's got somebody's head in his hand. I thought it was just Pete Davidson. But it's not. It's not. It's bald, and it doesn't look anything like the claymation version that they made of him. Like, it's weird. Oh. Maybe it's supposed to be, but they did a lousy job. They did a good job on the claymation. You know that little ball of play-doh is pete davidson mm-hmm. but the one in kanye's hand i don't know who that's supposed to be the old kanye maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe it's the old kanye but uh this Jeff, happened this all happened Jeff Bezos? yeah this all happened just hours after kim was declared legally single finally by a judge who was granted a bid to restore her maiden name um, in the, this is what Kanye was like opposing for months was Kim being declared legally single. And, uh, so that happened on the same day as he released this video. Yeah. Like between that and the song and everything else, like, I'm just like, God damn, like if this guy wasn't famous, he would be in jail. Yeah. And it's surprising. Like, like fast, know, man. like so f- if you drew those pictures, right? Uh-huh. Like if you as just a regular guy started drawing pictures of your wife's new boyfriend dra- being dragged behind, uh, an ATV and then buried in the ground and his head's in your hand and everything else. Like you call oh, the police. The cops show up at your house ASAP. Like the police get involved. Yeah. I mean, they should have been involved already. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, man, he's got... He has, like, the wrong people in his life. No. The wrong people in his organization. Like, he doesn't have, he just has all yes people. No, don't blame, don't blame this on other people. Right. Don't blame this on other people. This isn't other people. But how many people were involved in in creating that that music? Like, somebody could have said, I guess. This isn't other people. You take a, people take a paycheck and they go about their lives. Right. Because Kanye's the genius. Because Kanye right. knows what's going on. Oh, let me play you this then. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this video. Did Somebody... you see that video, Shem? I did. Listen, this to me, this has been disturbing ever since he decided to move across the street from Kim after they got but divorced. I and, defended and I know, that. I no, defended I know, that. I know because people assumed that it was because of the kids. And, yeah. I, and I, for me, I, for me, it's never, it's never been just about the kids because he goes and he does wild things like this yeah. right and yeah. you know he goes on instagram he threatens pete davidson he releases a music video and then turns around and says well i just want to be a dad yeah i want to yeah, be a dad yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's garbage what do you want to play mocha uh no no, no. um i can play this like, nah whatever i'll play it now no does yeah. somebody caught up with kanye talking about that concert that he did the donda 2 concert last yeah. week right yeah. or two weeks ago whatever. is that where he threw his microphone on the ground yeah, yeah. so <laughs> this in this clip he addresses why he threw the microphone right and again this is one of those things where kanye is kind of like the, the man clearly needs help right yeah. yes but he um, said that though like he, i know you know but or, I don't, and i don't know why or or the reasons that he's not getting the help that he clearly needs but he talks about why he threw the mic and he wasn't actually upset at the sound quality or the sound person in charge uh this is the reason why kanye said he really threw his microphone it wasn't about the sound it was the fact that i was told one thing i was told is that i had to write the word performance on the piece but what i was giving you guys is performance art yeah. i did these listening sessions when i when i draw my album i put a mask on and i give you this listening session and it's, it's, it's installation to listen and they 
they basically forced me to mix Taco Bell and KFC. They basically forced me to mix tequila with cognac. Right. So right when I did the song and I saw myself grabbing this mic and it wasn't my original idea, I was like, well, I'm gonna throw this mic. Why am right. I doing this? Right. I'm right. in control of me. Right. That's the whole point of why I got this template. Right. That's the whole point of why I tweeted the contracts. Right. To be in control of me, to have the ability to sell out a stadium, 50,000 seats in five days, and then to be told by a promoter, still grab that mic, boy. I ain't grabbing Sense. the mic if I don't have to grab the mic. I'm at. You don't know anybody anything. It was your show. It, sure. Yeah, and a bunch of people show up to see what's coming out of my mind, whether it's a right house on fire, whether it's nothing in the stadium. Right. They want to hear these new sounds. They want to see these new visuals. So Nobody, his whole argument was that the promoters were treating it as a performance, as a concert, as a show. Sure. Whereas in Kanye's mind, everything was performance art. Sure. Taco Bell and KFC together is a great idea. He though. was wrong about that. You're absolutely right, Maury. <laughs> oh, that's all I got from that clip is an amazing combo. Nah, dude, this guy's, it's scary now. Yeah. It really is. And and the kids are old enough to see all this going on. You don't think that those kids are seeing this video? Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially the oldest like, one. My God. What's that? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, gas is going up again. Ugh. Boring. What did it go up like six and a half cents, something like that last night? Yeah. That's going up again? So dumb. <laughs> Yeah. It's the worst, man. That's the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> and I now, is it? Okay. Yeah. Because gas prices have been going up recently, since before the, 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 the war happening, right? Yeah. So is this just timing like the, the gas prices were gonna go up anyway oh no no no, no. or this, this is, is because yes, of yes. what's happening um, yeah well, with russia the vast the, the okay. vast majority yeah 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 why can't we use our own gas because we never because we don't what are they doing we in alberta a, what's that are they digging for oil out there well every time every time somebody comes up and i with an idea of how to get uh, alberta gas into ontario and quebec it gets mm. shot down oh, okay so what are you gonna do right okay. i don't know about you that gotta stuff. buy yeah you, you gotta buy fuel from some pretty sketchy countries oh okay we always have but you look at germany germany's 50 percent relying on russian gas yeah right like yeah. that's big so when you start cutting off russian you know, gas. And I know that Canada is like, we're going to stop importing oil, but we don't stop importing any of the other stuff that's already refined and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like bogus, but whatever. Um, but little, I went little, out. A little too picky choosy. Man, I went out yesterday and yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to fill up. I'm going to be the guy. I got half a tank, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to be the guy. Okay, I'm going to fill up. I went out as I was driving down the street. You know me and my memory, right? I don't know if you know this, but my memory is not that great. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't tell. Yeah. So at some point uh, while I was going out to uh, get gas, uh -huh. I was like, oh, I should stop and get salt and vinegar chips too. Okay. Why not? Okay. So then go out, do everything. At the gas station? No, no. I just oh, like, okay. just, I'm just like, I, like I'm building a list. I'm out because I'm going to get gas, everything else. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, so I, I should go and get salt and vinegar chips too. And then I get home and I'm sitting on the couch, I open up salt and vinegar chips and I'm like, okay, cool. Eating salt and vinegar chips. And I put one chip in my mouth and I go, God. Damn it, I forgot to get gas. I went out specifically to get gas. That was your that was number one on your list. Number one on my list. I went out specifically to get gas. I was in the I was in the car driving and I'm like, oh, salt and vinegar chips. I stopped at the first place that sold salt and vinegar chips, bought salt and vinegar chips, got and in the car, we went, and drove and home. Then we went home. Yeah. yeah. But you passed 500 gas stations. I completely forgot. But even like seeing the sign for 
like an Esso or Petro? Like that didn't trigger something in your mind? No, because before I got to Esso or Petro, I passed 15 places that sell salt and vinegar chips. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that's the only thing on your mind. The only thing on my mind. How come you don't have post-its on your dashboard to remind you? I'm not that guy yet. Okay. (laughs) Soon to be that guy. Soon. Yeah, tomorrow. (laughs) You know what I mean. Oh no! So right. did you end up going out after, or like after you had the chips? Uh, no, no. Oh. I was done at that point. Oh, what about this morning? Like today no. when you're coming nah, to work? I ain't got time. I ain't no, got but time. Now you're gonna pay more. Yeah, I'm gonna pay more. Yeah, now you get. Now I'm gonna pay more. Six cents. Yeah. Also, I need to replenish salt and vinegar chips because I ate the whole bag last no. night. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Last one, Laughing Canada on Prime Video drops the season finale tomorrow. Now, you get a bunch of comedians in a house together who try to make each other laugh, and the one to last the longest without laughing wins money for charity. Tom Green has made it to the Final Four alongside uh, Colin Mockery, Andrew Fung, and Brandon Ash Muhammad. Tom Green, welcome back to the Razamoka Show. Hey, wow, that's a nice-looking studio you got there. Right? Roz, that's pretty cool. Look at Mocha. you. Hey, what's up, Roz? How you doing, man? Good, buddy. It's been a long time. How you doing? Good, good. I think was well, the last time I saw you in the airport. It, I, it I was. You since then. Okay. I have not. I, I haven't. I don't think I've flown since then. To be oh honest with you, it was a couple. It was. It was. It was a few years ago. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but I, I haven't been on the show in a while. Either, I know. We, we miss you, and it's so good to have you on uh, this show. Uh, last one, laughing. I felt from the beginning, and now going into Final Four, I felt from the very beginning that you had the advantage over anyone because I'm such a Tom Green fan, and anybody who knows anything, like, I mean, going back to the cable stuff, your brilliance has always come from doing these wild things and never breaking. Never Mm. breaking is your superpower. (laughs) Anybody who's a Tom Green fan knows you don't break. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of the show, right, is to not laugh at all of these hilarious comedians that are in there. And uh, and so it was uh, definitely a a new experience for me in that sense. But I I had a lot of fun. I don't want to tip. I don't want to tip off what might have happened, you know, but I mean, I do laugh sometimes. So it is possible that I could laugh and and be out of there this week. Who knows? Uh Um, When you when you walked into the house, Tom, and you saw everybody around, is there anyone that made like instantly made you nervous, made you question whether or not you were going to be in that house for a long period of time? I mean, everybody, you know, everybody. So we've got a lot of hilarious people in there, you know. Um, I happen to know Dave Foley. Uh, he's a friend of mine, and I grew up watching the kids in the hall. So that's always been kind of a huge inspiration for me was watching the kids in the hall when I was growing up. And, and uh, you know, but uh, I mean, there's obviously Colin Mockery is, you know, legendary improv comic. And and uh, from whose line is it anyway? And you're sitting there thinking like, OK, geez, this guy knows how to handle himself in this kind yeah. of environment. That's going to be tough competition. But no, I mean, everyone was great. Caroline, Ray, everybody, you know. Um, when you're in a room full of people, when you make people laugh for a living and, and you guys are all peers and you all like one another, was there any moment where you sort of felt bad because you did want to laugh? You know what it's like when you tell a joke and nobody laughs, right? It's a horrible <laughs> feeling, like a horrible feeling. And I can't imagine all of you sitting there and really like letting each other just bomb over and over and over again. It really is a strange thing being in there because you're able to prepare certain bits and routines and things like that stunts and all sorts of silliness in advance so you kind of come in and you've got a little arsenal of tricks up your sleeve and you're thinking okay this is going to get them and 
And, you know, when you get up and do some of the more structured things that you have planned and everybody's not laughing, you know, you can kind of, uh, <laughs> you can kind of forget for a minute that it's that game and you just sort of are looking at everybody going like, wow, you guys are a bunch of jerks, man. Like, <laughs> yes. this is fun. <laughs> yeah, like we and then you sort friends. of remember afterwards, they're like, oh, wait, wait a minute. It's, they're not supposed to laugh. So, th so that, that's fine. Everybody's cool. Did you know, did you know that cheese sandwich was going to take off the way it has, you know, I, um, so I guess I can talk about the, the, the two initial, uh, things in the show that I, I've done that have kind of uh, cracked through the veneer of some of these uh, non-laughing comedians. But, you know, I, 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 did, I did have my grilled cheese sandwiches ready in my quiver. And, you know, I, I kind of noticed that, uh, that May was, uh, was sort of smiling and kind of on the verge. I could tell she was on the verge of laughing. So I just decided to make her a delicious grilled cheese sandwich, right? <laughs> and uh, for some reason, I've always liked repetition and I've liked saying cheese sandwich a lot <laughs> in my life if you look at my movie freddie got fingered there's a lot of cheese sandwich references yeah. in there so uh so i guess just sort of i started sort of doubling down on that with her and i i think i was actually able to kind of make her make her crack on that one so last one laughing canada prime video tomorrow tom green you're in the final four on the raza moga show dan mori has asked ashley to share some time on the show uh now that we have you here with us dan mori producer um, yeah. uh, of the raza moga show uh mori likes to oh, yeah. you you know you know more and he is if we if we have a poet laureate of the raza moga show it's mori also mori fancies himself a comedian uh so i guess more wants to he's gonna run a couple jokes by you Tom. Now, again, um, normally people don't laugh at Maury's jokes, but I guess if you could maybe try to not laugh, and then at the end you tell us if any of them actually would have made you laugh. So, uh, damn it, Maury, please. First of uh, all, huge honor trying to get Tom Green to laugh. This is a huge honor. Okay, yeah, Tom, yesterday I saw a guy spill all his Scrabble letters on the road, and I asked him, what's the word on the street? Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I like that. That's a funny joke. Okay. Next. Did you hear about the claustrophobic astronaut? You go... No, no, what happened? Yeah, um, he just needed a little space. Oh, okay, that's good. See, it's a pun. That's a pun. Those are both puns so far. Yes, I... Puns, yeah. puns yeah. generally are going to be groaners for the most part. So yeah. you got to understand that, you know, if you're going to be just throwing puns down at me, it, it's... It, it might it might be a tough a well, tough uphill battle the for next you. One. You're gonna love the next one, Mr. Okay. Tom Green. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why don't scientists <laughs> trust atoms? Uh, why is that? Because they make up everything. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah, very good. Sort of another kind of a pun as well. You know, <laughs> two words that two words uh, like a word that means two things, and you sort of say the opposite. Uh, you mean the opposite of what you're saying. Can I just say I didn't even tell the jokes, but watching Tom Green dissect someone's joke and say why it's not funny hurts me. Like you know what I mean? Like like that. Just... Well, I mean, no, I mean, they're, those are funny jokes. Like if you're eight. <laughs> See, now that's a funny joke. Yeah. Tom Green, always a pleasure, man. Uh, last one, Laughing Canada, the finale on Prime Video tomorrow. Thank you for always making time for us on the Raza Mocha Show. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Awesome. Great seeing you. Right on, you brother. Too, brother. The studio you looks care. great, by the Thank way. Thank you. Well, Come oh, on in, hang out. Absolutely, yeah. It, it makes all beards look great, Tom. Come in anytime. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'll see you soon. Okay, right on, awesome. brother. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Vanessa, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? We are good. We're going to try to fix your life. What's going on? Um, I'm worried that my long-distance... Really, I'm in a long-distance relationship, and he's not in love with me anymore. <laughs> oh, you're worried that Thanks. your long-distance relationship doesn't love you anymore. You wrote us this. Uh, hey, yeah. Roz and Mocha, fix my life. I want to know what I should do. I'm stuck. My boyfriend lives in another country, and we've been together for two years, but it's not the same. He doesn't reply like he used to. I want to know what to do or if I'm going crazy because I do like to self-sabotage myself. He says he loves me and not to worry. Mm-hmm. Were you together like before he moved away or has this always been a long distance relationship? Well, the thing is, is that I went over there because I have like fam- family and friends and stuff. So I met him through family and friends yeah. two years ago. And then when I came back, you know, all this COVID happened. I was going there, coming back, going there, coming back. He can't come here. Unless he has, you know, whatever, his papers and But he doesn't, he's not looking for that, you know? And I know, like, everyone's, like, how does long-distance relationships work and blah, blah, blah. They never last and this and that. So he, me and him talked about this way before this even became a two-year thing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, you know, I'm here, I love you. You know, I'm going to wait and this and that. So that's why, and he would send me videos and, you know, messages and we'd fall asleep together on the phone and now it's summer over there it's winter here and he's just not around <laughs> just for just for clarity vanessa where does he live um it's in central i mean south america in south america okay, okay. and why can't he come here um well because you can't come here from argentina gotcha so yeah well yeah but you just need a you just need a visa though right yeah, exactly. But and has he not really tried hard. to apply for one in the two years that you guys have been together? So the thing is, is that he's in the middle of getting his Italian passport to come here. So he's telling me that he's waiting because he's on a wait list because Argentina's like crazy. Mm. So he's on a wait list, apparently. And I've had talked to his mom and his mom is saying, you know, like we're waiting or figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so when's it's the, just like, when, when's the last time you saw him? Uh, two years ago, and, this time I would say in Cuba, cause we went to Cuba together. And how long oh, have wow. you, and how long have you guys been together in total? Um, like three years. How many times have you seen him in total? <sighs> like four times probably. Oh man, okay. that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> so he hasn't been replying to your messages or he hasn't been as taught like as communicative as he has been in the past right yeah like it's crazy though because he used to like we used to fall asleep on the phone and then he got this new job and like the thing is is that <laughs> i'm literally sounding so crazy when i tell you guys this because like i was talking to myself last night not talking to myself but i was just thinking like realizing the story and i'm like people are gonna hear my story and be like you don't <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there a chance? Like, is there a chance, Vanessa, that uh, maybe he's not into the long distance thing anymore, and he's slowly trying to distance himself away from the conversation to then make that break? <laughs> well, see, that's what my cousin was telling me yesterday, yeah. and I was like, "Well, f- me." <laughs> First of all, Vanessa, you don't.
Um, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I love you. Uh, yeah. I, I think that you're in a situation where it's even difficult to have an honest conversation because you just can't get the guy on the phone. If he yeah. was, if he was truly in love with you, he would understand your anxiety surrounding this situation. He would understand your persistence and your sort of fear and heartbrokenness in the way that you've been trying to get a hold of him. And if he was truly in love with you, he would be doing everything he could to sort of make sure that you didn't feel the way you feel. Uh, his absence with you still feeling this way and still reaching out the way you are seems to me that he's just sort of hoping you stop writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when I had a gut feeling. Of right. Too. Guys, whether you're in Canada or Argentina, guys will always take the easy way out. And, They're and, all the same. And, I'm and, sorry, guys. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the, I know we're the dumb <laughs> right? Um, and, uh, and, and guys, guys will do anything to not have uh, a conversation from the heart. So if he can sort of, you know, ice you out, uh, the visa, the, this, the, this, the, this, and you know, I'm busy and I got a new job and I got this, uh, hoping to, that you just go away rather than sitting down and saying, Hey, listen, I don't love you. Uh, guys will always do that. Yeah. Uh, well, I already knew this so <laughs> so you need us for it <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. like, confirmation i guess right yeah yeah just for a little clarity from like men you know all right so i think yeah. well Roz and i think that you know what the right answer is and what you need to do oh uh, yeah yeah all right, guys. Thank you so you much. You got it. And, and don't worry about the profanity. Some guys find that attractive. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, to ta- talking to you, honestly, Vanessa, talking to you is like talking to Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hi, Vanessa. Dude, I really do have such a dream. That is nah, not even funny. You're, the, you're the best. <laughs> Apologize for nothing, Vanessa. Apologize for nothing, okay? Yeah. All right. Okay, girl. So Take much. care. We, right. uh, Take Vanessa, care. Vanessa. Yes. We've love you. <laughs> <laughs> we lo- I love you too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is doing the rounds. He's got a new book called Comedy, 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 Drama. Bob Odenkirk, of course, Better Call Saul. Do you watch that show? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't uh, watched the latest season. I'm going to wait because I know that another season's coming out in April. April 18th is the first half of the final season. Uh, and then the second half of the final season drops on July 11th. But Bob Odenkirk last year collapsed on set of Better Call Saul and had, it wasn't, he doesn't call it a heart attack. They call it a heart incident because he says that that's what his doctor referred to it as, Mm -hmm. was a heart incident. And um, he was like as close to death as anybody could be from a heart incident. Uh, And if it wasn't for the EMT who was hired to be on set, Mm -hmm. um, he would be dead. Right. So um, Odenkirk was on with uh, Howard Stern the other day, just sort of going through the process of what he was told happened after he collapsed on set. CPR saved my life. When you do Better Call Saul and you're at a studio location. Yeah. They have a health expert. Standing yeah, by. there's an there's offices right there. And our health officer who had so much work to do, Rosa, had to run the whole covid protocol scenario, ah, which got right. us through the whole season. She's there in her office working hard every day. She also had an AED in her car because we had no those are defibrillators. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't have any of those on the set. 
And uh, so after about 12 minutes of CPR, she handed me over to some of the other people who knew CPR well, and she ran to her car and got the defibrillator. And it took three three uh, attempts to get me um, to a rhythm, which is actually a lot, Howard, I guess. I don't I don't know any of this stuff, but I was told later that um, when the defibrillator doesn't work once, that's not good. When it doesn't work the second time, that's kind of like forget it. But then they jacked it up a third time and it, it got me back to a rhythm. And so that was what saved my life. And then I had surgery in the morning. You know what's crazy is that wow. if you've seen him in the movie Nobody, yeah, he like completely trimmed down. He was in great shape. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He kicked so much ass in that movie. That movie's so good. Um, and it was in and around that time, I guess maybe after he filmed Nobody, that this heart incident yeah. happened on set. Because yeah. I think that's when they started filming yeah. the season that's coming up. But his book is uh, apparently really interesting. He talks uh, it talks about um, going out for the Steve Carell role in The Office. Oh really? Um, I didn't yeah, know that. and then he talks awesome. a lot. He talks a lot about his time on SNL because he was one of the best writers on that as SNL has ever had. Uh-huh. Um, he wrote not on SNL, but he wrote it when he and uh, when he was doing Second City. He wrote the Van Down by the River sketch for Chris Farley. Did he really? Right, that was Bob oh, wow. Odenkirk who wrote. Um, living in a van down by the river, and they used to do that at SNL, and then they uh-huh. both went. Oh, so they used to do that Second City, and then they both went over to SNL and just carried that character and that bit over to SNL. But that is still out of everything that Bob Odenkirk has done. Um, I guess he said his his kid had asked him what he's most proud of, and he said that his greatest achievement in show business was writing the in living in a van yeah. down by the river sketch oh my for God, Chris that's Farley. Amazing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, it's about that time, sir. Uh, hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, bad news for baseball fans. Jeez. So the outcome that uh, MLB commissioner Rob Manfred recently called disastrous is actually upon us now. So regular season games are now being canceled. Uh, one player said it's over. We felt that basically nothing was acceptable about the best and final offer. This is as talks were continuing yesterday between players and owners in Juniper, uh, Jupiter, Florida. Here is a clip of uh, MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred. The calendar dictates that we're not going to be able to play the first two series of the regular season and those games are officially canceled. We're prepared to continue negotiations. We've been informed that the MLBPA is headed back to New York, meaning that no agreement is possible until at least Thursday. As such, camps could not meaningfully operate until at least March 8th, leaving only 23 days before the scheduled opening day. Damn. The clubs and our owners fully understand just how important it is to our millions of fans that we get the game on the field as soon as possible. So games will officially be lost to a work stoppage for the first time uh, since the players' uh, 94-95 strike. So Hold on a second, though. What are they fighting about? I think it has to do with, I don't know how it's worded, but I think it's salary cap stuff, right? Isn't that Still? pretty much what it is? Yeah, yeah. Just the same way it always is with, with stuff. 
I don't it's know. always money. I know, but short season last year, short season the year before. Yeah. And but they knew this was coming too. <sighs> they they knew this was coming. So yeah, so the first couple series of the season have already been canceled, and uh, that is just the games so far that have been canceled. Oh. And according to the players, that one player who said it's over, uh, we felt that basically nothing was acceptable about their best and final offer. Nothing was acceptable wow. about their best Which means and they final offer. Then. Yeah, yeah. Right, had yeah. to have. Yeah, or they just, or they're not even, there's nothing to agree on, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's a tough spot to be uh, when you're already canceling games to, to be in a spot where nothing is agreed upon. Nothing. Nothing, yeah. How so. about this, guys? You swing with two bats. <laughs> two bats? Yeah. That's heavy. Agree or disagree? That's heavy. Someone's like, disagree. <laughs> okay, how about this? A bat in each hand. Still two bats. Wow, okay. Bat in each hand. Oof. She's how whichever do you do that? one, whichever one hits the ball first. Like you just swing like each, like a bat in each hand. Yeah, I don't know if I'm coordinated enough for that. I certainly know I don't have the back for I that. I would, I agree with the players. I wouldn't agree to that. No, <laughs> you think that's what they're fighting about? Two bats? <laughs> you think that's what this is? They're canceling game over two how bats? About this? How about this? When you're in the outfield? <laughs> yeah. Two gloves. Okay. <laughs> but how are you gonna throw? Speed, I, I think speed you speed up your chances. Right. Right. You gotta yeah. catch. The no, only true. way you gotta catch, true. and that's true. it. True. Let's true. move the game along. True. Them true. games are already forever. Yeah. Hey, if you drop your glove, are you allowed to take your cap off and catch the ball? Yes, you are. Of you are, you huh? Yes. yes. Interesting. I didn't know that was a rule. You yeah, don't yeah. say that that often. You I'd just like... can't have the ball touch the ground. Right. I understand that, <laughs> Moy. <laughs> Let me feel smart for a minute. That's You know what will fix that? <laughs> Two gloves. Also, you're allowed to have the ball touch the ground. It's not like the game stops. Yeah. No, the no, ball wait, can touch the ground. For sure, but then you're not out. Yeah, of course. But if the player picks up the ball and throws it, oh, then you're out. I can't. I can't. And tags the player I can't, I can't before this. they get to the next base. I can't yeah. with I can't with this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Days after uh, Sean Penn was in Kiev to film scenes for his documentary for Vice on Russia's invasion, mm-hmm. uh, he fled to Poland and he walked. Can he do that? Yeah. Yeah. So he posted the other day, myself and two colleagues walked miles to the Polish border after abandoning our car on the side of the road. And then there's a picture where he's walking down the side of the road with his luggage all taped up. And then there's just a sea, this line of cars that's just not moving. And he wrote, uh, all, almost all the cars in this photo carry women and children only, most without any signs of luggage and a car their only possession of value. Mm. And uh, he's been there. I guess he's been working on this documentary since November. Wow. Yeah, so he's been there a so while. So they were able just to walk across the border? Yeah, I Like I'm no sure. checks or? Well, no, I mean, you have to get, there's a check at the, the Polish border. Yeah, yeah. But you're Sean Penn and you got a passport and everything else. Uh, everything but that's checked where, out, yeah, that, That's where everything is. Now, where he goes from there, who knows? I don't know what the, what it was like on the other side. I am guessing he's now, they're now filming what it looks like on the other side for the refugees sure. who are fleeing all these countries and putting that in the in the documentary they're doing. But yeah, Sean Penn walked. Mm-hmm. And uh, the International Paralympic Committee has made a decision about Russian athletes they say uh the decision um about russian and belarus athletes competing in the paralympic winter games uh which get underway on friday the committee says that they will allow russian and belarus paralympians to compete however uh they will not be representing their countries and their medals won't count (laughs) oh after all that training yeah 
So, I mean, I, I feel at the, at the I feel weird when it's ta- when you take it out on the athletes. I heard somebody the other day talking about suspending all Russian hockey players and stuff like that. Oh, well, that's the hell fair. are they supposed to say? Yeah. What's Ovechkin supposed to say? I mean, I know you want people to speak up and there's other Russians that have and they call him out on it. And fine. Fair enough. You know, you're doing that. But, you know, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right. It's dangerous. You know how dangerous that guy is. You know how dangerous Putin is. When I was in when I was in Moscow that one time, uh, I was at the bar and we were with our fixer, the person who was taking us around. And I told the story before. And Pavel Bure was there, and he was at a table. And I was like, "Oh my God, this Pavel Bure!" And I was like, "Can I go meet him?" And the woman we were with was like, "No, no, 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 no." And, and I was like, "And I was like, why?" And she's like, "The men he's with are not good men." At oh all. wow! Right? And really? I was like, and I was like, okay, cool. And then it was explained to me that especially hockey players, Russian athletes, for the privilege of playing outside of Russia, you pay the price. And that is money. It is access to family. It is you come back when we need you back. And they are held by strings, right? And so all, what, do you have to show up for like and, club appearance? Yeah, and all Russian athletes have to sort of pay that price for the privilege of playing outside of Russia. And a lot of them are terrified. Mm. Um, you know, their families are there. They, you know, it's it's not a good it's not a good scene. So when you see Russian athletes where they're a little trepidatious and they don't want to say anything too, too bad, and they're just like, you know, they'll stick to the war is no good. Please don't. Uh, it's because they're terrified, yeah. right? And maybe, I mean, maybe some of them are, maybe some of them are as nuts as Putin. I don't know. Maybe they're like, yeah, I like what he's doing, but they don't want to say it publicly. I don't sure. know what's inside their heads. I only know the reality from what I was told, which is, you know, you, you, you pay the price when mm. you leave Russia to play. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, did Dua Lipa steal a track? We haven't had one of these in a very, very long time where a pop star is being accused of ripping off somebody else. It's usually somebody like Taylor Swift. Yes. Whose name comes up a lot. So Dua Lipa, so the claim is that her hit song, Levitating, is a ripoff of a reggae song from 2017. So here's a little bit of Dua Lipa. I got you. And then here is a song called uh, Live Your Life from 2017. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're all thinking. They do sound very similar, but I think that both of them, both of them are reminiscent of like dozens of songs that were made popular in the disco era. That is a very, very simple. That the chord melody, repetition, melody, chord progression, progression, everything else. It's a very sort of standard, but here you have a clip of the two of them back together. So it's Dua Lipa leading into live your life. I got you. I don't know. It sounds like those guys need to pony up some money to somebody else too. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that was. I'm sure if we went back far enough, we could find out that "Live Your Life" was ripped off from something else. But man, those two songs sound very close. Yeah, big time. Very close. <laughs> like when you play them back to back, I gotta hear this again. I got you.
They're suing. It's a band called Article Sound System. And uh, they're suing Dua Lipa and her label, claiming that, yeah, she did rip them off. Wow. People are losing these suits now. Like, yeah. it would not surprise me whether they have to do an amendment on her album and give these guys oh, writing credit. Yeah, because she is the bigger artist. Yeah, it's made, happened. It's happened many times. We made way more money yep. uh, off that one song that these guys have made off yep. of their track. Who was it that had to put Taylor Swift as a writer on their track because it turned uh, out that... Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the pop huge, stars are suing the pop stars. She's a huge fan of Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, I mean, had to do it. Had to bend. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Every day there's a Twitter villain, and today it's Sam Elliott. You know the cowboy guy who's always in all those movies? Sam yeah. Elliott. Um, so he was on Mark Maron's podcast and went off on The Power of the Dog. Did you see The Power of the, the Dog? Movie? The Benedict no. Cumberbatch movie on Netflix? No. Well, Sam Elliott hated it? He hated it. All he had to say was I hated it because a lot of people did hate it. <laughs> I tried to watch it three times. Oh, three times. I just couldn't. Did I you stopped. Like, did I you stopped. stop watching or did you fall asleep? I, no, every I single stopped. Time? I just stopped. Um, but he has like a real thing about what is and what is not a Western. Like, and I mean a real thing. First of all, the guy's from Sacramento, <laughs> but he has a real thing on what is and what is not a Western. So here is Sam Elliott talking to Mark Marin about the power of the dog. What, did you see power of the dog? Did you watch that movie? Yeah, you want to talk about that piece of <laughs> Oh, <laughs> damn. You didn't like that one? No. Okay, why? I'll tell you why. Okay. I read a I didn't like it anyway. Yeah. I looked at it when I was down there in Texas during yeah. 1883. Yeah. And what really brought it home to me the other day was there was a full-page ad out in the L.A. Times, a review, and it talked about the uh, evisceration the American myth, and I thought, what the f***? What does that this mean? This is the guy that's done Westerns forever. For his whole life. The evisceration of the American West. I mean, they made it look like, what are, those, what are all those dancers, those guys in New York that wear bow ties and not much else? Uh-huh. Remember them from back in the day? Oh, the Chippendales? Yeah. Yeah. That's what all these f- cowboys in that movie looked like. Uh-huh. They're all running around in shaps and no shirts. <laughs> There's all these illusions of homosexuality yeah. Yeah. throughout the f-ing movie. Yeah, I think that's what the movie's about. Yeah, well, what the f*** is this woman from... Who, Jane Campion? Yeah, she's a brilliant director, yeah. by the way. I love her work, <laughs> right. previous work. Sure. But what the f*** is this woman from down there come... Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Right. Know about the American West... And why in the f*** does she shoot this movie in New Zealand and call it Montana? That's good, this movie. And say, this is the way it was. It's got you, this movie. So that's that rubbed me the wrong way, Paul. <laughs> wow. So he, he does not like it, then, just to you get this? Did you get the sense he did? Did you see this movie, Maury? No, but now I want to watch it because he says, like, there's, like, the Chippendales are in it. That's the whole thing. Um, so he goes on to say... Chippendales are I know. Thanks for selling the movie that way, Sam he goes, Elliott. He goes on to say, I mean, Cumberbatch never got out of his chaps. He had two pairs of chaps, a woolly pair and a leather pair. Yeah. Every time he'd walk in from somewhere, he was never on a horse. Maybe once he'd walk into the house, storm up the stairs, go lay on his bed in his chaps and play his banjo. I was like, what the F? Where's the Western in this Western? 
Uh, and a lot of people were saying, God, wait till he sees Brokeback Mountain. But uh, in, <laughs> in, but, it, but in, 2000, in 2006, they asked Sam Elliott about uh, Brokeback Mountain, and he was on a red carpet, I guess, uh, and he was talking about he and his wife, Catherine, and uh, about Brokeback Mountain. Sam said this, I didn't really get what all the to-do was about. It's a beautiful film, and I was thrilled for Ang Lee, but it isn't a Western. For one thing, it's about a couple sheep herders, not cattlemen. The whole homosexual thing was interesting. They stepped over a line, but Catherine and I both looked at it and thought, what's the big deal? So those were his thoughts on uh, on Brokeback Mountain. Does he not, Does he not remember the incredible white hot absolute undeniable sexual tension between him and patrick swayze and roadhouse <laughs> go back and watch roadhouse those two men were in love right like there is no other way they were in love but they nobody reminded him they were that. both badass i don't think you should bring that up to him i feel like he might hurt you for somebody for somebody who has a problem with somebody looking tough in like a pair of jeans and no shirt, to have one of your f- most famous movies star Patrick Swayze, who spends 90% of that movie in a pair of jeans and no shirt, mm. oiled. <laughs> oiled. Okay? Chippendale style. Oiled. Right? You wear chaps. That's the difference. Jeez. But no, go back and watch Roadhouse. Those two men are in love. Okay? Big that's in, Elliot. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Tinder swindler got swindled and is also getting sued. By who? So, okay, so Simon Levive was somebody got a hold of Simon Levive and his girlfriend Kate and told them that they could verify them on Instagram. Oh my god! The, okay, I know Deepa. Here we go. You got you almost got swindled by this. The person said that they worked at Meta and they were part of Mark Zuckerberg's uh, IT uh, tech team. They told the Tinder swindler. They went like super great lengths to pull this off too. So Simon Levi FaceTimed them and the guys were sitting there in like a super busy office. It looked like meta. There was people buzzing around them, everything else. Yeah. So they told Simon Levi that in order to get a blue check mark, they would have to delete all the fake accounts that were also under his name. Mm -hmm. And if they wanted to do that, he was going to have to pay them (laughs) $6,664. No, these people could get him verified and delete. Oh, and delete. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so he, they, wanted six thousand six hundred sixty four dollars so actually so simon levive paid them no he didn't he paid them in two installments yeah. uh, one from his gf and then one from him and then shortly after simon's manager found out the deal to be suspicious and reached out to the actual team at facebook and meta and was told that they do not charge for verifications oh. and then before they could get a hold of the people who swindled the swindler all accounts and everything was completely scrubbed from, oh. from online they pulled so the- Damn. So they got him. They pulled a Simon Levive on Simon Levive. They Levive. did. Oh. And according to... He is to, verified now, though. Is he? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you have to after that. Poor guy. Uh, Poor guy. Acor- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like well, didn't he get ripped off million. by like these three women just ripped the guy off for like $10 million or something like that? Isn't what? that what happened? <laughs> no, oh, that's not on. what happened? Maybe the other way. Oh, I thought that's Don't what Don't forget, his enemies are after him. Right, Peter, Peter's down. Okay, <laughs> but, okay, but after here's, all this time, I think Peter's still down. Bro, here's where it gets interesting because the one part of that documentary 
documentary that you were like, how have these people not come out to say anything? And it now is turning out that they were just sort of biding their time talking to lawyers. Mm -hmm. And that is according to documents obtained by People magazine, Israeli Russian diamond tycoon Lev Levive has launched a lawsuit against Simon Levive for using his name and putting himself within their family. The lawsuit alleges that for, quote, a long time, Simon Levive has been making false representations as being the son of Lev Levive and receiving numerous benefits, including material ones. So the Levive family is suing the Tinder swindler. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so gas prices are supposed to soar another eight cents Ugh. on Friday, hitting a new record high for Toronto at, uh, should go up to 174, 174. Check out this text we got from somebody listening in BC right now. Yeah. Go for it. 925 By the way, big up BC. Thank you. Love to, you. To all of our uh, BC fans out there. Uh, out here, gas is a 194.9. Oh, Jesus one ninety four already out yeah, there. Yeah, one ninety four nine. Oh, that hurts. BC. That sucks, man. How high does it have to get for Roz to take a bike in? A bike? First of man, all, man, Roz, I never get. You know, you think Roz is gonna ride a bike? Four thirty in the morning. First of all, he has to go buy a bike. Yeah. <laughs> I would just do anything to see a Roz bike. on a bike. <laughs> Why? No. I don't know. Well, you, you don't think like, I can ride a bike? I look like a normal human mean? being on a bike, though. What does that mean? What kind of what kind of bullying is that? You're laughing at the. You're super tall. Yeah, so they make bikes for tall people. You never seen a tall person ride a bike before? No. No. <laughs> Circus. <laughs> Shut up, Shem. High five. You two knuckleheads. No, but I, I I was the kid um years ago. You know when sometimes you would see a bike that was really built for like somebody much smaller, mm-hmm. and that seat pull is like jacked all the way up to oh. where the seat is almost higher than the handlebars yeah, yeah, yeah i had yeah. one of those bikes for a little while yeah yeah like so long because i grew so fast yeah right yeah my, my dad was like i'm not buying you another bike like the old-timey bike where the front wheel is massively no. big and the, no like, not what, an old-timey no i didn't wear i know and i didn't wear a top hat while riding it either <laughs> with a <your> monocle <laughs> yeah so you can see where you're going yeah <laughs> ma where's my tux i want to go bike riding <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, according to a new uh, poll suggesting that two-thirds of Canadians believe that the Russian invasion could develop into a world war, nearly 90 cent, 90% of respondents say that they are somewhat or very concerned about the invasion, and 83% say that they support Ukraine. That's a small number to me, 83%. I thought that would be higher in Canada. Uh, over half of the... Uh, over half of the people polled said that they supported the idea of Canada providing military support through NATO. Mm-hmm. I am not. I I'm not. I'm not saying that nothing's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But I gave all of my Russian stress and nuclear war stress. I gave all that in when I was like 11 and 12 mm-hmm. and 13. I don't have. I'm not giving any more stress to that. If something happens, something happens. But I refuse to stress out over this for a second time in my life. Right. I am just a, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Right? I'll be over here riding my bike. I'll be over here riding <laughs> my, my bike. Hat. Okay? <laughs> I cannot get, I can't go through, I'm not doing the whole stressful thing yeah. again. That was, that was us when I we were kids. I not don't think you're alone again. in that though. I'm not doing that again, man. Now I'm not saying I'm not, you know, fearful of what could happen, mm-hmm. but I am, I can't stress over that right now. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Maxim Trimkovsky, the dancing pro from Dancing with the Stars, he was the the one doing all those wild videos in Ukraine from his uh, uh, the balcony in the apartment where he was living. Um, and he made it out. We know that he was on a train. It was did an overnight a, train. Did he get arrested or something? He did, and I don't know. And I don't know the details behind why he got arrested. But but they they put him on a train, mm-hmm. and he was on an overnight train for a long. It was like twenty some odd hours. The, the whole ordeal to get him to Poland, and then I guess he flew from Poland, uh, and he is back in the U.S. now. And they caught up with him at uh, LAX when he landed, uh, when he met up with his wife. So here is uh, Maxim just getting fresh off a plane from. Uh, Ukraine via Poland. Max, Max, what does it mean to be home, man? Max, a, a, lot, a lot of people are saying Zelensky is a hero. A hero a hero to people all over the world. Can I just get a reaction to that? Yeah, I don't, I don't have a reaction. I'm just a little trying to process okay. the fact that I'm here and, and somewhere else there's a... Um, not somewhere else. The place where I just left is getting bombed right now. So when I was in Kiev, I was safe, but that place is no longer safe. So trying to process where I was yesterday to where I am today and how to, how to continue doing what I was doing before. For all of us to kind of see the reality of what's happening over there. And I can see that you're emotional to be I was sold to get a gun. I was sold to watch YouTube videos to learn how to use an AK. I decided that this is my gun, and I'm going to do my best with this. And And that's your platform. And if that's not something that's enough to protect me personally while I was there, well, then let be it. I made that choice. I made that decision. You know, for me, it's important that my friends over there survive right this second. I don't care about answering politically correctly or figuring out what to say. What would you say to President Putin? And everyone's just saying he doesn't, he feels like he doesn't have anything to do. He doesn't say anything. He should kill himself, just like the other motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> there you go, Max. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, an Airbnb host in Texas is facing, he's 54 years old, he's facing 15 counts of invasive visual recording after lawsuits accused him of invasion of privacy and intentionally inflicting emotional distress. So he owned a cabin that he would rent out on Airbnb. And one couple that stayed in the cabin realized that the power bar that was attached to the wall that had the Wi-Fi router plugged into it Mm -hmm. was pointed at the bed in a very weird way. And so they started Googling how to find cameras in a house and what these sort of cameras look like. And the one that they found, which was made to look like a power bar, cost exactly $130. No. Uh, so they notified authorities. Authorities showed up. They found the cameras, found the laptops, the iPads, the hard drives. and Drives. Over the, drives. Ooh. And over the course of nine months, this Airbnb owner uh, had on his computer 2,100 files from people who had stayed at his Airbnb over the previous nine months. 2,100 files, and it was pointed at the bed. You creep. Oh, my God. Right? Hey, can Airbnb take legal action against somebody like that? No, they always just come out and say that it's against our policy and we've banned them. Huh. Yeah. But they can't, like, go after they, this guy? No, I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do. It's up to the people who were violated to go after them, uh-huh. right? It's up to the individual. So all of these people, you know, 
all 2100 you know files and how many of her people stayed at this guy's airbnb they'll all be within the lawsuit uh but uh, his lawyers say he's innocent of all charges of course of course <laughs> jeez man the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh the batman is uh tracking to be one of the biggest march openings ever mm-hmm. uh they're saying it could pull in between 130 and 170 million dollars this weekend i believe it uh, because the review embargo came off on monday the reviews are super positive they're doing one last push for it and uh even though this is like you know the second reboot in six years of batman really for the last 33 years it's a bulletproof franchise it's a bulletproof yeah. character and people will uh people will show up which and is especially uh, now the theaters are open like at yeah. full capacity yeah right yeah. Well, I mean, they've been in the States for a while mm-hmm. now, right? But in Canada. Yeah. But in Canada, we finally get to see movies. It's uh, with a lot of people, which is which is crazy. Uh, Zoe Kravitz was on with uh, Jimmy Fallon talking about how she got into the Catwoman character for Batman. Now, if I was cast as Catwoman, which, I, might, which you still might be. I was on the list. Still young, Jimmy. My agent called me as well. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my God. Um, but I would study. Uh, I would study cats. I did that. I would dr- drink milk out of a bowl. I did that. You did not. I did. You drank milk out of a bowl. Maybe. No. <laughs> I'm method, dude. Uh, me too. I, I, dude, I'm so into. I do like cats because they're curious. I find them uh, interesting. I feel like they could kill me any two seconds. That's. I was really inspired by that. I watched a bunch of um, cat videos, feline videos, watching them fight, and. What I was so interested by was the fact that you can you can't read their face at all, which is why I think people are kind of creeped out by them. Um, yeah, you can't tell what they're gonna do. They you go, oh my tell. gosh, Kitty loves me. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Kitty scratches your face. Kitty out. scratches yeah. your face out. Yeah, I'm like, get <laughs> off, like, and then leaves. Yeah, I they mean, don't care. So she drank milk out of a bowl. Yeah. Also, don't uh, don't give your cats milk, okay? I know that that's like the whole thing. Like uh-huh. it's cute to watch a cat drink milk out of a dish. Don't cats don't drink milk. Most what? cats are lactose intolerant. Are they really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Don't give your if you find a cat like Did you a know that Depot is a new cat owner? Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to give them milk, even though it looks cute and it sounds cute. It's not good for them. No, did you try? Did you do it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I did. You, you, when I you had knew cats. before. What's that, Maury? I did when I had cats. I only just found that out now when you're saying it. Yeah, don't um, give cats milk. Did they milk. not have poopy problems like the whole time you had them? No, but I also felt fed them mac and cheese. So. Oh, wait. So where did that? Jesus, man. It's just a thing. Where did that, that myth come from? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. But oh. uh, but no, you should not give your what cats. What about almond milk? No, you should not give your cats. Uh, you should not give your cats milk. There you go. It's that easy. Water. That's all they need. Really? Water. Yeah. And then if they get wet food every now and then, there's a lot of liquid and wet food too that uh, that gives them a lot of water that they need. Mm-hmm. So yes. So just uh, just water. They're fine okay. with water. Uh, and if you are a loving human, leave a little bit of water out on your back door because this time of year when everything is melting mm-hmm. um, and then there's a few people who let their cats outside and there's a few stray cats that are feral and they go looking for something to drink and mm-hmm. they start drinking at a puddles, which is filled with garbage oh, and no, gasoline gross, yeah. and everything else. So if you have a neighborhood kitty... I'm sure at that point they'd rather have milk. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> even still... Uh, if you have a neighborhood kitty that like hangs around your back door, if you see it, just throw a little bit of water at there for it. Let it drink it. Bring the water back in. It's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Netflix has announced that they are doing a documentary on Pamela Anderson that will tell the real story of what went down with uh, the sex tape between her oh, and her yeah. then husband Tommy Lee. So Pam was not involved in any way. Didn't even return phone calls for the show on Hulu and Disney Plus uh, called Pam and Tommy. Uh, that Seth Rogen uh, was one of the people that put together. And they announced it, Netflix announced it, and Pam actually went on social media and she wrote this. It's sort of cryptic, but I'll sort of, I'll read you exactly what she wrote. My life, a thousand imperfections, a million misconceptions, wicked, wild, and lost, nothing to live up to. I can only surprise you, not a victim, but a survivor and alive to tell the real story. Hmm. So that's what Pam wrote after they had announced that uh, her story would be documentary style on Netflix. Netflix. So we so are going to get that. She's good with this then. She's good with this. It sounds like she's taking part in this. Okay. Uh, and apparently they've been working on it for a very long time. So mm-hmm. you will get, uh, after all these years, last night's episode, I watched last night's episode of Pam and Tommy. Uh, and it was like, it's it's heartbreaking. We, they showed when she went on Jay Leno and Jay Leno was just like goofing on her for the for the tape. Yeah. And everybody was at the time, like every, literally everybody was at the time and, and you know, everybody was awful and everybody was awful to her. Uh, and you really saw it in that recreation of her uh, Tonight Show appearance with Jay Leno. But uh, yeah, Pamela Anderson uh, heading to Netflix with her story. Um, and as she says, she is alive to tell the real story. Mm. So you'll get that uh, whenever that is announced officially. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Colin Farrell on with James Corden last night. Colin Farrell plays um, uh, Cobblebot. What's his name? Cobblepot. Cobblepot? Oswald Cobblepot. Thank you. Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. Penguin, uh, in the new Batman movie. And James Corden shows Colin Farrell for the first time what his action figure looks like. Now, if you've seen any of the shots of Colin Farrell from that movie, Mm -hmm. they had so many prosthetics on him in that movie. Like, Colin Farrell in the Batman looks nothing like Colin Farrell in real life. And therefore, the action figure would really be a representation of the person you see in the movie. You have your first action figure. The first Colin Farrell. Be honest. How annoyed are you that it looks nothing like you? Like... Like, be honest. Because I imagine when you think of this moment, when you think, I'm going to have an action figure, I mean, the, the, the eyebrows are in the, in the neighbourhood. Yeah. It's essentially a Chris Christie action figure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it totally is. I look like I'm wearing a sumo thing. The crotch is all wrong. What I like on this guy is your ass. Look at the ass on that guy. Look. Hey. It's very flat, isn't it? It looks like I've been sitting it's, down for 10 years. But it's also, it's like, it's like a separate ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, you know what? They said Chris Christie. Former, was a governor of New Jersey, New, New New Jersey, Jersey right? Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, when I watch a trailer and I see Colin Farrell there yeah. as Penguin, yeah. he really does. He does. Look like Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah it's really wild, huh? <gasps> Uh, but uh, the Batman is set to do uh, early projections say that it could do between 130 and $170 million Ooh. this weekend. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.